Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. Hello there, everybody. It's the Hideout Mixtape Real Radio 104.1. I'm Tommy Bateman. I'll be with you tonight. Tonight we got a lot of stuff. Hefe has an injury. J-Dubs vs. Fez Watley from the Ron of Fish shows Tattoo Bets. Hefe has a suicidal friend. Old intern Putin thinks math is a lie. And then we get to the 10 o'clock hour where you're going to want to put the kids away. Because it's a very naughty hour. But don't forget tonight, Jana Banana is going to be at the Cigar Lounge located in Springs Plaza off 434 in Wakaiva Springs Road in Longwood. And don't forget... This Monday, the 7th, Extreme Midget Wrestling, which I'll be telling you more about later, and we'll be giving tickets away. But right now, let's get to Hefe's injury. Poor Hefe. It's the Hideout Mixtapes, Real Radio 104.1. Hey, before we get to the Hideout Headline Game Show, are there any doctors here? I know Zeppelin pretends to be one occasionally. <laughs> Plays one on the radio. I, uh... I'm really worried about my right nut. <laughs> now, I'm not. I'm not lying to you. Come on, because I got hit by the baseball not this last Sunday, but the Sunday before, like dead on foul ball, and it still hurts. And does it look normal? It it does. It doesn't take a doctor to tell if you know something's it, wrong. And it works. If you want to know, like it works. Like I've handled some business, and that doesn't mean it works. That could be the uh, left one taking care of most of the business. But it's still very tender and sore, and I'm thinking I may need to get to the doctor at this point because it's been almost three weeks. No, almost two. This almost Sunday two. it'll be two weeks. So it's been ten plus days of this soreness, and the re- and, like, especially on certain days when, I, when we go to the restroom during the breaks, mm-hmm. it takes me about two or three minutes. Recovering just from, you know, when you undo the pants and you pull things down and you. Now, would you let this happen? Would you let chunks come in and feel each one and see if he knows which one's the hurt one? I just said it was the right one. Yeah, but you blindfold him. Yeah. No, because I don't want anybody here. Taste test. (laughs) Taste. Zeppelin said taste test. And and you think he knows the, the difference between right and left? Yeah, that's true. He has to still put his and hands up and right find out right. find out what makes an out. I here's the thing, Dubs. I, I want I don't want anybody near them. Like right now, you're not supposed to be aware of your cajones. You know, they're just supposed to be there, and you're supposed to be aware of them when somebody's helping you out and doing stuff to you, or if you happen to get hit. But ten days later, I I like I feel it. And I'm really a little worried. I would recommend you go see a doctor. Um, when I, I recommend to- you shut up. <laughs> Putin, be nice. She's trying to help me. I am being nice. Notice the lack of the word bitch. Oh, come on. <laughs> go, go ahead. I'll take bitch. That's I don't think, suitable. It's I don't not think, like it's an insult. I don't think that offends her. Um, when I was in high school, I got my... Um, <laughs> 
I was doing a lot of medical stuff and I was trying to be a nurse and stuff like that. And when we were doing rotations, a kid actually came in from playing a baseball game. He forgot to wear a cup in the middle of a baseball game. I don't know what he was thinking, high school. And um, they said that it could uh, be bruised on the inside. And when it's bruised on the inside, it could, like... It could like sever and things could like happen. Oh, I would highly, oh, I would highly recommend on. seeing a doctor. Then what? Oh my god! <laughs> because if like if it was bruised, like if your leg was bruised, it no, would hurt no. for a week, but not. So you were in high school handling guys as junk. No. As a, <laughs> thank you, Hooch. That's actually really helpful. Honestly, as a doctor. No, no, no. When we were doing like rotations, like we'd go like from like. Um, hmm. maternity ward to the ER to, like, um, post-op and stuff, like, doing different, like, just, like, watching them and, like, taking temperatures, that kind of thing. Because uh, I'm, I'm not kidding you, man. It, like, ten days later, it's, it's, uh, the pain's there. I, I, so much so that I want to walk around in life wearing a cup because I'm so worried of something happening. Now, do you do anything to protect it normally? Like, if you're walking around, do you keep, like, a hand right around that area to block if anything might hit it? Here's the funny thing. I know Dubs is such a sadistic son of a bitch. Uh, we were I'm not wa- touching him. We, well, we, we were walking in the restaurant. I was telling you, man, it still hurts. And then as soon as I told you, I immediately covered up thinking you would try to do a cup check. Because that's just the kind of a I'm guy. I'm not that big of a dick. Come on. You, honestly, man, if somebody did that to me now, I would, I'd lose it. I'd ab- I think I would die. I think it'd be one of those things where it would be the finishing move in Helmet Mortal Kombat. Of pain. No, it's not going to be a stunt. There's no. I've even thought about applying icy hot to make it better. Oh, yeah. Well, that, that pain would be a, a welcome change. Yes. We have some. No, not now. I don't. I don't even want to touch it. That's the problem. You'd have to then apply the icy hot. What are the odds of you actually going to a doctor, or are you just saying that you're going to? Dude, it hurts now. I'm just sitting here with you guys talking, and it hurts now. Well, Does ba- it hurt more when you talk about it? Like when no. you're thinking about it now? No, because I'll just or be doing... Or is this a constant pain, then? No, it isn't even a constant pain. It'll just occasionally happen. I would go to a walk-in clinic. Like, go to center care or something like that, where, like, it's for people who, like, are on vacation, don't have a doctor here, or just moved here, because you don't have a doctor, I'm sure. Yeah. I would just go to center care and have it checked out. There's usually not that much of a wait. But you what wouldn't are, have to go to the ER. And but what like are they going to do? Are they'd, probably, uh, they'd probably actually give you an x-ray to see if make sure everything inside is intact. <sighs> yeah, I, and an here's the thing. Here's, here's the problem. I don't want to know. Because then if I do know that things are severed, there's... Oh, I want I want to see what your your uh, X-ray would look like. No, I'm not showing it because it'd be embarrassing. It'd be like a little marble. What? No, it's not going on RealRadio.fm, Jimmy J. Why not? Yeah, Zeppelin. I probably would go get that checked out by a doctor because your main concern now, if it's still hurting ten days later, would be some form of internal hemorrhaging. If it gets too bad to the point where it turns septic, they're going to have to remove one. I say go to the vet, not the doctor. <laughs> what? And just get neutered? Tell them, you know, you need some rat brains to be checked out. Chances are that you probably just have a calcium buildup, which happens when you get hit hard enough. Like, it's just, like, a buildup inside. And sometimes it lasts for up to a month. Like, it happens when people get into car accidents and stuff like that. So Even like, in your cajon? It can happen anywhere. It can, you know, absolutely anywhere. But if you went and got it um, checked out and that's all it is, they can give you, like, a painkiller for a while until it goes away. Ah, yes. All right, maybe that's what I'm looking for. All right, so hideout radio. You have to share with Tommy. 104.1. Yeah, Matt, Matt, Mateo. Can we have a little funeral for it, like, out in the back here <laughs> when they got to take it off? This is serious, oh, dude. A little nut casket. <laughs> this is serious business, man. This is my... 
This is my manhood. Well, it'll be a serious funeral. Oh, yeah, Lester Big Hands. I'll be half a man. Yeah, Lester. Hey, if they cut it open, will uh, a little immigrants run out and try to get across the board? Come on. <laughs> what is that? They're not little. Well, there are things living living in there. The better but... joke would be, will it jump? <laughs> Damn you guys! I'm just helping them out. I wasn't gonna go for it. Oh, I'm not kidding you, dude. This is uh. This is hurting me. You uh, wearing tidy whities Yeah, I always wear tidy whities No, you need to. Uh, you need. What to, do you mean no? What am I gonna go to? Do I switch the boxers? My... Let them kind of feel free for a little bit. I'm too hairy and I stink too bad. <laughs> All right, SFG. I turn um, the music off. Just uh, <laughs> at least first and foremost, use the number one resource in the whole world, Google. Crotch or baseball to the crotch. I mean, seriously. All right. Comes up. All right. Yeah. Let somebody do some research for me. Tony, you're in the high down road radio. Come on with the music. Right. What's up, dude? All right. I think you guys should have a little memorial service. A little testicle there. Sit around the toilet, flush it, light up a candle. Come on. Come on. Flush it like a fish. <laughs> I got better music if you want. There's a real chance this is going to be happening. Oh. It's dead. Yeah, uh, Tio, what's up, man? What do you think? Why in the world would you wait so long to go to the doctor check yeah. or something? Because like that? here's the thing. That's your boys. I, I don't like going to the doctor, and it's just gonna be bad news. When it's when it's to something like this, where you could be losing it, and you could have saved it. You're going to be thinking about that your whole life every time you reach down your pants. So do I go to the doctor tomorrow? No, it's too late now. Yeah. I'd say just cut it off and Dude, take your losses. If you're going to be irresponsible with them, maybe they need to take <laughs> no. them away from you. <laughs> You've lost it's your privileges. Just, it's just like when you throw the ball on the roof. Now, now you can't have it. If I'm going to be ir- It's not dead yet. We don't know. Yes, it is. All right, look at everybody going to salute. Steve, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Steve? Hey, I was just going to say, it's just like going to the dentist when you get your coupon. They got a little box. I was going to donate my little silly putty container. No. No. And then you can get your favorite press clipping on it. It'll be great. Sadly, it would probably fit in a silly putty container. Better. Those things are huge. A little little egg one? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do big hands. Well, um, if you lose it, will you change your name to uh, the Uniballer? No. <laughs> oh, what? It'll be great. We have Daron the Unibrower and uh, Happy the Uniballer. Hey, I pluck mine. Thank you. You guys are helping. Oh. All right, here's the thing. I'm here to try to get some advice, and all you cats are trying to do is plan the memorial already. Uh, Chris, you're in the hideout on World Radio. What's up, Chris? Hey, how you guys doing tonight? All right, man. Hey, uh, actually, my... man, he's gotta, he's gotta stop whining. Jeez, uh, Liz, this is, this is getting disgusting. <laughs> man, jeez. Dude, it's, on. it's my manhood. <laughs> I'm not kidding you, dude. I feel it right now. We're here, gathered here today to, uh, celebrate the life of El Jefe's left one. Oh, my baby! <laughs> <laughs> You're throwing yourself on top of the baby casket. <laughs> Danny, you're in the hideout of Real Radio 104.1. What's up, man? 
Hey, if, if your jewels are that bad, if they have to take them out, are you going to get a mangina put in? And no. <laughs> just get, get it turned inside out. No. Don't add you're in the hideout on Rover Radio. <laughs> My boy, Blue Ball. What's going on, Hefek? Yo. Listen, the last time I uh, had an issue with my guys, mm -hmm. I had to end up going to the hospital and get an ultrasound on the uh, the nether regions. Right. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you got to flop them out and get uh, ultrasound jelly sprayed all over them as they run this cold metal thing across. Uh -oh. I can't do it. I can't you know what? I had an ultrasound, too, and it wasn't bad. It was actually rather pleasant. It's a hot chick. She's rubbing this jelly on you. At first, it's kind of nerve-wracking. Then you're like, ah. Oh, you went to an Asian massage parlor. That's what it was. No, this was an ultrasound. Misfit Matt, what's up, man? Yeah, I was wondering if uh, they got to take your nuts out. If you're going to put in those Chinese medicine balls, that way if you get stressed out, you just kind of spin around. <laughs> <laughs> Make like if you're worried about your walk. son, Trey, and you're just sitting there hoping he comes back home. Yeah, that he didn't He didn't go out and shoot with Doughboy. <laughs> Yeah, Hooch. Have you looked at it? Like, the, yes, I've looked at it. it. So Hooch, go like take a, a look at it. No, ain't no bruise. Hooch, go look at it. No. Like, she was a nurse. Yeah, yeah she's a nurse. Swollen? Can you tell? I mean, it's not you, swollen. You should be able to tell. Then you should go see a doctor. Can it's you tell me if mine's swollen? No. One at a time. So, <laughs> if it's not swollen, I would definitely, it's even worse. Because if it's swollen, then you at least know, oh, well, it's, you know, it's just bruised and sore and swollen, but... No swollen. What's with the dead and bloated background? Well, it's dead and not bloated. That's what it is right now. Uh, here's the thing. You know what's going to happen? I'm going to lose it. I, I'm probably going to end up losing my right nut. But it's your left one. It's my right one. And then... I don't know, around Christmas, we'll play this segment for the mixtape, and I'm going to cry. Because all you guys... All you want for Christmas is your right nut? <laughs> all right. That was, uh, this, we'll be it this is... Uh, we can call you Uno. This is fun. This is actually... You'll never be able to eat a piece of Uno again. <laughs> Billy the Mo, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. Hey, what's going on, guys? What's up, Billy? All right, I know a little no. bit about the jubblies here. This is okay. <laughs> as long as you're you're after you take care of business, it's the same color. It's not discolored or pink or anything. You should be fine. Doing the butt. Feel it, and it's not numb. You should be fine. The fact of the thing are those things have more nerve endings in them than any other part of your body. If you with one swift kick to them, it actually hurts worse than what it would feel like to be being, being shot with a gun. Oh, so good. chances are you probably just bruised it, and it's fine. As He's long as a hot you can, dude. Like, take care of business and stuff, you should be okay. But if it starts to become discolored, enlarged, or you can start getting swollen lymph nodes in your groin, then you need to get over to the doctor. All right. Thank you, Billy the Mo. I'm gay, sure. <laughs> Misfit Mo or uh, Mad Matt Mateo. Uh, what if they accidentally take off the left one? No. Then they have to go back and take the right one no, off, and then I'm, it's just there. I got a Sharpie. I'm going to mark it with an X. I'm going to say, this is the one you go get. <laughs> Robert, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Robert? Hey, Rob. Uh, I got something I need to tell you about that little cojone thing you got there. Mm-hmm. Um, my brother, who when he was about, uh, I think, 54 years old, well, we got a lot of static here. <laughs> he got smacked with a baseball bat down there at a little league game he was helping out. Mm -hmm. And it swole up the size of an orange. And uh, Wait, hot? No. Yeah, yeah, it had hot flashes and everything like that. And he went to the doctor. The swelling finally went down. But he wouldn't go to a doctor, and it was sore. 
for, for months. And finally wound up going to the doctor. And as you probably know, that your cojones are hooked up with your uh, your prostate gland. Did the prostate get infected or something? Yes, it did. Oh. And it was, it was to the point that uh, he called me and told me that, uh, about it. And three months later, he died. <laughs> what the hell? No! There's no live track to that, man. G, you're in the hideout on World Radio. What's up, G? Dude, you ought to have, see if there's a doctor that's listening to the show right now, come in while you're on the air and check you out. Yeah. All right, that, I think that would be the best way to go. That I would legitimately do. I go to gay bars. Because here's the thing, I'd feel more comfortable. Mm -hmm. With all of us watching? No, it wouldn't be during an open door. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, Jimmy Jam. What do you got over there? I'm uh, afraid. Dr. Jimmy Jam says if uh, you give out some nine-inch nail tickets, uh, we'll break out the EMT kit. No, <laughs> we're not gonna we're not gonna give you anything for nine inch. And I don't want nine-inch nails or anything near it. Nothing uh, nine inches around there. <laughs> you're right. You're, you're, you're sadly right. Nothing nearly even five inches. Um. All right. Let's take a break. We'll come back. People have been patiently on hold for the Hideout Headline Game Show. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Here's what happened. I literally, for a moment, got lost in, in thought and sadness of losing one of my cajones, and you guys are just giggling. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Welcome back to the Hideout Mixtapes on Real Radio 104.1. I'm Tommy Bateman. I'll be here with you all week. We're going to get to Hefe's exam in just a minute. But first, we have a special guest in the Phillips file. We have Jana Banana. How are you, Jana? I'm great. How are you, Tommy? I'm stuck here alone. I can't come out to your appearance tonight. I'm bummed because we are going to have a smoking hot time. It's ladies' night at the Cigar Lounge that's on 434 and Wakiva Springs Road. It's in the Springs Plaza. It's a little bit hidden, so you have to look for the Albertsons, go around the building, and you'll find us. It is going to be such a good time. We're going to be here till 930. They have all kinds of drink specials, and, of course, we're going to smoke a few cigars. I'm going to smoke my first cigar. And for the ladies, there's some extra pampering. They're going to have some spa treatments, complimentary chair massages, Free eyebrow waxing, lip waxing, microderm treatments. It's we've got the whole package here. It is going to be a good time. Sounds Again, like it. Every time with Jana is a good time. I can uh, attest to that. Exactly. Again, that's 434 and Wakiva Springs Road. It's the Cigar Lounge here tonight until 9:30. Well, very well said, Jana. Hopefully, All everyone right. will go out and see you tonight. Thank you very much, Jana. Thank you. Have fun. Bye bye. Also, speaking of the Phillips file, Otto is looking for a guitar player. You can email him at otto at realradio.fm. Now we're going to have a doctor come in and uh, see if Hefe's dying from uh, an injury to his area. It's the Hideout Mixtapes, Real Radio 104.1. I'm in the big chair right now where El Hefe usually sits, and he left his email up. Hmm. You don't want to go through that. Dear Mr. Jim Phillips. What? <laughs> hey, get away from that. <laughs> all right, welcome back to the hideout. Um, all right, Dubs, I didn't realize this was really going to happen. Yes, we've got a doctor. Yeah, doctor. And it's for the open door of all things. <laughs> I'm really thinking about kicking you cats out. No. Yes, You got to make it. This is oh, real radio. The doctor just grabbed some chopsticks. That's what he's going to need to uh, get the get the correct... He's a prop comic. <laughs> All right, so here's the story. Dubs and I, um, 
Or I play in a men's baseball league every Sunday morning, the uh, Orlando Orioles. Mo. Come on. And I guess it was two Sundays ago. Mm-hmm. Not this last Sunday, but the Sunday before. I got hit. I catch. And it was the first batter. That... It was the first. <laughs> what is the dog? More prop comedy. <laughs> it really is. I was breaking the chopsticks into pieces. All right, so it was a. Uh, I, I catch, and it was the first batter of the doubleheader, mm-hmm. and it was a foul ball that directly hit my right nut. Mm-hmm. I mean, directly. And I rolled around on the ground for about five to ten minutes in pain, and the, you know, that true pain that you get once you get hit in the cajones. Yeah, the uh, one that takes over your whole body. It did not leave me. For about, I don't know, 30 to 40 minutes. Ouch. Now, I'm a trooper because I continued to catch that game. And then, what? They're thinking, they have every gay thought in their head right now. And then I pitched the second game. <laughs> I got the win, you asses. All right. <laughs> so. Yeah, you're all winners. Regardless. <laughs> Uh, Dr. Dave is here. I guess he heard me talking about the fact that it's now 10, 11 days later. Mm-hmm. And it still hurts. Now, all right, Doc, do you have any, you're an actual doctor. You're here. You're, you got your ER thing. You got the whole setup. You got the real gear. All right, what questions do you have me? Like a real, as like an ER doc, what would you ask me? Like, you know, <laughs> if I, we were not in a studio, but in a room, <laughs> I can't believe I'm doing this. All right, Doc, go ahead. First, let me say, just stand back for a second. That's, uh, <laughs> right, you know, that, that's too much catching for a while for me. I like this doctor. That's not right. <laughs> I'm not showing him my nothing if he's going to make jokes. <laughs> no, 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 no jokes. We're always serious about this. That's why I brought my reflex no. hammer. Yeah. I yeah. don't believe him. Yeah. I think he's actually a comic, Stubbs. I don't know if he's actually... All right, seriously. Either way, it's going to be fun. Now, seriously, so what we'd find out is, you know, of course, when did it happen? It's been 10 or 11 days now. Yeah. If it's dead, it's dead. Yeah. There's no bringing it back. Yeah. But the good thing Maybe is... Maybe the doc will give it mouth to mouth. But the good thing is, at this point, is it still hurts. If it still hurts, it's still there. Oh, really? There's yeah. still something yeah. pumping through there's it. There's still something going through. All right. <laughs> Dude. So there's literally a chance that it could be dead. Oh, yeah, most certainly. Yeah. Okay, that's heartbreaking. Look at you guys clapping. That's heartbreaking. I'm in the chunks cage. Everyone else is everywhere else. I think you got like a whole panel here. I think people want to ask questions. All right. Um, yes. Heretic Jose. Is there any sort of CPR that can be done? No, to... we already did all those jokes like an hour ago. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Mad Matt Mateo, your question. Throw the little paddle thingies on there and zap them back to life. <laughs> Come on. Zeppelin, yeah. your question. I think Hefe needs a Foley catheter. No! Oh. Misfit Matt, what's your question? You may feel some pressure here. Alright. Uh, what? Did I get taken? Oh. Alright. So. I'm literally, I'm shattered right now, you asses. I'm literally shattered by the fact that I could be losing. Alright, so there's. You didn't know there was a chance of that? I mean, I didn't think, man. I mean, it's. Who knows? I mean, it still works. I've I've released, but you can do that on one. You don't need both of them to do that. It's like kidneys. All right, but I, like I've given myself some punishment. You know. <laughs> Why would you do that? 
You know, when you're, when you're working and sometimes you get a little angry. Why would you ever get angry at it? It's loving time. It's not hurt time. It hates me. I, 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 no, you hate it. And you deserve to lose it. It hates me because I put it in very bad places. So, uh, all right, Doc, what do I... What do I Good thing Chunks right. is gone. What now? What? All right, seriously, so what we'd say is just... Doing you know, the butt. Hey, no. <laughs> is, you know, what, what's the injury? What's the injury? We know what the injury is. When did it happen? We know when it happened. It's still hurting. Mm-hmm. And then there's just the routine stuff. You know, you're allergic to any medicines. You take any medicines. Penicillin. How much... Uh, <laughs> no, you aren't, are you? No. Uh-huh. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 How much... Uh, Punishment? Have you been given that thing lately? Um, <laughs> that, that's just the wrong term, man. Um, all, right. all right, let's say like released or done that kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> maybe since it happened like five or six times daily. No, but like a total of five or six oh, times, and and during the sessions, I've had no pain. Like it doesn't hurt when I do that. You know what I mean? So then you are doing it right. Is that is that somewhat positive? Could be positive. All right, cool. Yeah. All right, that's yeah, what we're, we're okay looking for. That. Hey, happy! Okay congratulations, you're positive. No. When you hear that from no, no, I'm not. I swear, I'm not. I'm not. With all that punishment and catching. Oh, no. <laughs> this is a doctor. Damn. I'm not showing you my nut now. This yes, is... you are. There's no way. You got to. All right, all right now let's move. On. So what do we? <laughs> All right, what do you do at this point? You're an ass, Dubs. Um, all right, what, what, what now, Doc? It's those uncomfortable silences that get us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and, you know, basically a quick exam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got to take a look. You know, we, we've got Let Dr. Squirrel take a look at it. We've got the history. You said there's really no problems with how things are working. Uh, you haven't noticed any blood. You're not uh, urinating mm. any blood. You haven't had any I've noticed some. blood in your release. <laughs> right, 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 right. So to speak. So, right. Okay. So, so far, so good. But it still right, but, hurts, and somebody's got to take a look. <laughs> All right, now how, how about we do Now, this? is the doctor going to do it on his knees? No, no, he's not, and I don't even know if I'm going to do it. What? Dude, I mean... I'll, buy, I'll, I'll get mine checked if you get yours checked. No, because I don't want any comparisons. I'm really <laughs> uptight about, like... I thought you were catching. <laughs> what is that? What is that? You said it. Doing um, the butt. <laughs> okay, so... Let me ask you, the exam, oh, by the way, it's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1, and you're in the ER, apparently, uh, because I'm getting my, you want to admit that right now. my cajon checked by uh, Dr. Dave, who's a real doctor. He's got the whole thing. He listens to us every night on his way home from work. Great show, by the way, isn't it? Awesome. Um, thank you. <laughs> now, it's the least you could say you're about to take a look at my balls. Um, what uh, What's going to be, like, what are you looking for, I guess? Basically, just looking for swelling. And Someone moving. a little taller. <laughs> I'm, not sure, I'm not sure about More the hair. goatee, but, you know, it's okay. Uh, yeah, swelling, bruising, pain, uh, but size, shape, normal, abnormal, which I'm Daddy. kind of wondering. I'm kind of wondering. <laughs> yeah, this is really this freaking me out. What are you, what's freaking you out? Right, look, I'm not going to lie to you guys. Here's mm-hmm. here's my thought process, okay? I know your thought process. You're trying to chub up real quick before you <laughs> Yes, I absolutely am because <laughs> now the doc's doing nonverbal comedy. Because my thing is, is that I'm not a big guy, and I don't like showing it to anybody, let alone, like, the doctor when you're going to the doctor and you're in the doctor's office and you have the whole thing. <laughs> Forget the fact that the doctor is funny, 
And forget the fact that he's a listener. And that he bought that uniform at Walmart. <laughs> it is Halloween time. And that he's not even a real... Let me... You got a card or something so I can, you can prove that you were a real doc before I go showing you my naughty bits? Why are they naughty bits to you? Because they're... What's wrong with them? Damn, he is a real doc. He got a smiley face on there. That didn't tell me anything. All right. Does he get a lollipop or something else to suck on? Whoa! 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 All right, let's take a break, Dubs. Why? Because we have to take a break. Uh. I need to psych myself up. Um, I, I'm not doing this here. What, in that room? Yeah. Why not? No one can see the lower half. All right. <laughs> Cigarette. No, thank you. That's for afterwards. All right. Now the jinx says, just don't create meatspin.com. <laughs> We're not gonna. Trust me. That would hurt um, the way I'm feeling. I, Are you even capable of that? Let's do this, Dubs. And I'm serious. I love you heretics, but you're animals. What's and I wrong? saw the way they attacked Putin in the stall. I saw the way they go after the mouse traps. Here's the way I'll do it. I will go into the office and we will call in. How about this? No. How about this? I'll be in there editing best of. I want. The I want break. the best sound out of this possible. How about if all the heretics go into the green room during it? No. I, over the phone's fine. What's wrong with over the phone? Okay. The phone even adds a whole other dimension. <laughs> okay. Our burn trail says that I need a fluffer. That's, Putin. That's true. All right. Let's take a break. The doc and I are going to the office. Oh, man. You gotta make it more gay by doing that. No, no. Now we're like, we're going in. All right, you're right. It's just gonna get even gayer. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. The doc will check out my. At least this is free, right? I don't have to pay for it, right? All right, cool. I guess that's better than nothing. All right, the jinx is now chanting, or chanting, chop it up, hefe. Chop it up, hefe. I'm going to try. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. What's up? Hey, I got to start speakerphones. That work? That's fine. Sounds good? Sounds great. Wow, these new phones here actually kick ass. They're worth a damn. I, I still can't figure them out, so it doesn't do me any good. The cameras are the best part about the phones. The speakerphone? I'm going to start doing the show from in here. All right, so we're in the office, Dubs. And um, I'm not going to lie to you, I'm like a turtle right now. Hot. I'm really nervous. The doc is here, Dr. Dave. He's a real doctor. He's from a legitimate place. Now, has he talked you through any of it? Has he told you what's going to happen, what to expect? No, what do we expect, doc? I mean, are you going to, I know you're going to have to, you don't have any rubber gloves or anything? Uh, you're going to have to do most of the work on this one, man. All right, I don't mind that, actually. I yeah, prefer there you go. Yeah. All right, cool. That Does he mean you have to hawk the loogie? <laughs> Come on, dude. Hmm? Don't be a shock jock. And this is, this is my manhood we're talking about. Shock jock. Oh, shock yeah. jock. All right. All right, so I'm going to undo my, I'm going to do my pants now. Do it slow. Mo. Just stand back a little bit, please. Can you hear it? Yeah, I can hear it. All right, so I'm undoing. <laughs> the doctor's pretty laughing, man. This is no good. Doing the butt. Have you ever been to a doctor's office where they laugh at you? I I haven't, but it sounds like it's old hat for you. It is, man. The worst time I had this really hot, like, Iranian doctor, and she was so hot, and, and she chuckled when I dropped my pants. It was so embarrassing. Dr. Dave, don't chuckle. 
I'll try not to. All right, Doug. Um, I want him to describe it. I, we I mean, we got to be careful how we describe What are we going to be doing, Dr. Dave? Basically just taking a look. That's it. Just mm. taking a look, and you are going to handle everything. I'm not touching that thing. All right. That now, like can, now will he be able to check the prostate, too? No, there's no reason. That one's fine. I don't think so. I think there might be some problems with it, and I think you know that. It's fine. Hmm. It ain't more if you don't know. It gets plenty of love, and it's fine. <laughs> what? Oh, no, no. Hey, hey, hey. No, no. Oops. All right, hold on. All right, Doc, here we go. Hmm. I'm dropping drawer. Jesus, man. Dogs, I don't ever want to hear that I don't do anything for the show. I'd be more impressed if you were in here standing on top of the council doing it. <laughs> I can never impress you. Nope. All right, Doc, here are my boys. <laughs> right, there they are. Where this are they? The healthy one. Can you see them, Doc? This is the bad one. Uh, I'm wearing my glasses. <laughs> Come on! This is so embarrassing. All right, now, are you look? Does everything seem normal? I wouldn't say normal, but I'd say uh, anatomically correct. All right, so in the, in the feeling of everything, there doesn't seem to be anything wrong. The left one's okay. The right one, it's just tender, but it's, one doesn't seem swelled more than the other or anything. Is that the kind of loving it needs, tender? Not, not, not by appearance. All right, so are we good? Are we done? Uh, no. Don't use that term with me. I'm going to be <laughs> all right, I'm normal, normal and healthy. I'm, all right, so okay. It looks okay. Ah. What do you mean, Oh. We were expecting to see something dead. That's the greatest news ever. We, we were expecting this thing not to make it to Oregon. No, man. Oh. All right, Doc, you want to shake my hand? Uh, no, thanks, but uh, <laughs> all I understand. All right, so, all right, we're going to come back in the Why you get, Can you guys hug? No, we're not going to hug. Why not? Your boy is fine. You should hug. Hug it out, bitch. All right, we're going to be in there. I'm hanging up. All right. This guy sounded pretty good. Is anybody else disappointed? I was hoping to hear something just completely dead and mangled. I wanted I wanted to see if like, the doc would at least scare him just for a second. Yeah, I thought I, he seemed like a pretty good sport. Yeah, I, I thought mean, he was going to at least say, wow, you're after. Exactly. There's nothing. That you can't do anything now. Do you feel better now, Hefe? <laughs> she just tapped her own on the back of the head. <laughs> How did it go in there? You, did you feel comfortable with uh, the doctor? Actually, honestly, yeah, I uh, I felt a lot better since we were on the radio. Did that make it easier for you? What's wrong, Daron? Get out of here! <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's Right there. What's wrong? You just got a little bit of me on the back of your head. You're used to that. Who <laughs> can play that game, buddy? What does that mean? Hey, Come here. Get me out of the middle. Uh, well, you guys going to have a real small sword fight? Yeah. <laughs> you fighting with butterfly knives back there? Shock jock. <laughs> a Zeppelin's taking over the uh, instant mm -hmm. replay. So, all right, so the, the Doc and I were talking, and Doc, I mean, according to what you saw and... Please minimize the jokes. Um, now, when you were you went one you went one letter down in the alphabet when you were calling them. Uh, what you're calling them in there? Stop already! What is this? Look at you. you! Any opportunity you have. All right, all right, Doc. What's going on? Like I said earlier, everything appears normal and healthy. I, I don't see any problems. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Screw you guys, yes. man! This is 
This is my cajon. Now what? But, but you know, did you take a picture? You know, you didn't take a picture, did you? <laughs> what the hell? Oh my goodness! All right, Dubs. Well, I was hoping to have like your dead boy like on sale on like Rotten.com or something. All right, who wants a stink palm? Throne. <laughs> Get him running out of here! What a sissy! All right. Well, Doc, uh, we won't shake hands, but I'll give you some dap for that. There Thank you, you very much for coming. Give him in. a pound. Right, I want you guys to hug. They're not gonna hug. Yeah. You don't do that. When he just done. saved your baby. I'm touching myself. It's okay. <laughs> what is that? Um, Dubs. As it turns out, my boys are fine, and uh, and we're all disappointed. It's terrible. I know you guys think this is some sort of a radio bit, and hey, Hefe should lose his ball, and this is going to be great, but it's not that. This is real life, man. This is this is me. These are my boys. I've had them for 27-plus years, and screw your guys if you're disappointed. Because... In the butt. All right. We'll uh, take a break. We'll come back. Thank you very much, Doc Dave. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Go see the Hideout broadcasting live from Sun on the Beach, Monday, August 7th at 7 p.m. for the first ever Extreme Midget Wrestling Steel Cage Match. Do you hear me? I'm talking midgets wrestling with staple guns and pizza cutters in a cage and being filmed live for pay-per-view. Do you hear what I'm telling you? Do you understand what we're doing? We're taking midgets and capturing them in a big giant bird cage. It's steel, but they cannot get out. They can't get out. We own them. They know it. Even Yellow Dog knows it. <laughs> Check. Go see the hideout broadcasting live from Sun on the Beach. Testing. Russ Rollins and Dirty Jim from the Muckles of the Morning will be there. <laughs> <laughs> Sun on the Beach is located right off exit 65 on I-4, the heart of old time. <laughs> Call or die. Call or die. Call or die. 407-719-3610 for tickets or go to the hideout page on realradio.fm for more info. <laughs> Death, hideout, August 7th, sun on the beach. Go, 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 go. Are we ready? I swear to God, I almost passed out from laughing. Can I tell you something? This clear channel stuff really is exciting. So, Dubs, you and one Fez Watley of the Ron and Fez Show on XM High Voltage, Channel 202. You guys, uh, of course, we worked with Ron and Fez in Washington, D.C., and um, the Ron and Ron show, Ron and Fez show out here in Florida. You guys uh, have a bet. Yes, on the game this Sunday between the Detroit Lions and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I have the Detroit Lions, of course, and Fez has the Bucks. Whoever loses has to get the opposing team's uh, logo tattooed on their buttocks. Joining us in the hideout right now, an honor and a pleasure to speak to one Fez Marie Watley. Fezzy. Hi, I'm Hefe. How are you? Oh, hi, J-Dubs. Hi, Fez. <laughs> Fez, I have a question real quick. Yeah, buddy. What's it like 
What's that like? Being free. <laughs> it's wonderful. It's like it's glorious. I feel like I'm talking to someone. I'm calling from heaven. Can you hear me? It's long distance. I, I feel like I'm living in communist China. And I'm talking to someone in America. No, yeah, we're we're the uh, two Mexicans looking over the Rio Grande to El Paso from Juarez, saying, "Oh, what's it like? What's it like?" Uh, stay on your side of the border. Oh, come on! I've been yelling at him for that forever. Fez, what are they? Speaking of communist China, Putin is 45 minutes late with my egg rolls. When are they showing up? Uh, Fezzy, is it going to happen? Is Dubs getting the tattoo of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because he has the worst luck in any tattoo bet, especially when it concerns his damn Detroit Lions? Hefe, just look at his body. <laughs> Do I look have to? His body, his track record. You think? Do you think for a second there isn't going to be another stupid tattoo well, he, added to that human gallery? He already has the NFC Central on there, so um, <laughs> it's just really sad. Now, why are you? Here's what it is, Fez. You guys, you're you're teasing the retard. You just knew he couldn't turn these things down. These these tattoo bets when it involves the Lions. Yeah, well, actually, you know, we all, like you said, we all work together in Washington. It won't be the first time I marked J Dubs as that. So. <laughs> you know, the funny thing. habits die hard. <laughs> the, the funny thing is, uh, Monday, uh, when I was listening to the Ron and Fed show, uh, I was listening to him on XM202, and when he brought it up at the beginning of the show that, uh, the, it is the Detroit Lions versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and we're gonna have to have a bet. And I was wondering when I should call, when uh, I should uh, throw a, a bet down. And finally he brought up the tattoo thing, and I was just like a mouse to cheese. I had to call. And you and now, all right, yeah, it's, it's really, at this point I've given up on dubs and any hope of the Lions or anything like that. Now let me ask you in all seriousness, Fezzy. You yeah. have to be stoked right now about your Bucks and Cadillac Williams. I never expected to be in this place. This is the only reason why I'm making crazy bets now. I'm just caught up in the Buccaneer euphoria. It's like it's three years ago all of a sudden, and you're uh, you're living the glory days again. Three and O on top of the division. You can't get any better than that, my friend. Well, it's uh, it's gonna. And this, get... and this weekend, you've heard of that show, Breaking Bonaduce. Mm hmm. This weekend, it's Breaking Mariucci. Oh, come on. Oh, Blue Eyes is going to be staring straight through you. Now, Fez, what is it going to be like on the off chance that the Lions somehow win in Tampa? Have you decided which ass cheek you're putting the Honolulu Blue Lion on? I, I've thought about this. Yeah, it will be the left cheek. Hmm. J-Dubs' favorite. <laughs> Well, I am left-handed. And, and here's the thing. That logo is so damn ugly. Oh, come I, on. I, I'm just going to tell, if it, if it happens, I'm just going to tell people it's a birthmark. Or a real bad varicose vein. Yes, exactly. Because <laughs> he's getting up in years. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Baloney Flap says he feels sorry for the tattoo artist no matter who loses. Now, here's well, the, I, I feel worse if it was me because I'm going to do it like a Mad Magazine cover and get it right in the crack. So you can fold it together? Yeah. Well, we know where the Owen Lions is going to be. <laughs> are, uh, are there going to be pictures? Can we? Can oh, yeah. We, uh, yeah, there'll be, yeah, there'll be photographic confirmation on this. All right, beautiful. So we'll see it on ronfez.net. We'll see it on realradio.fm. Now, can we get pictures of your ass before and after, or is that uh, a little out of line? You, you could, but you probably wouldn't be able to tell the difference. <laughs> it's a little spotty. Um, Dubs, did you have any other questions for the uh, the free Fez Watley? Because I know you... Uh... I'm just an envy. All right. I listen, I hear happiness. 
Well, I'll tell you what, you know, let's definitely use a New York tattoo artist, no matter who loses. Any Florida tattoo artist, you always get free bird forever on the bottom, under everything they do. Just regardless. All right, now, Dubs, yes. if you lose, trip to uh, to NYC to make it happen? Yes, I will. I'll uh, go out there in November to uh, get my boils covered. <laughs> now, uh, can I go, too? No. Please? You, you can come out, but you can't come to the studio. I want to go can see his ass anytime. Yeah. No, I want to I wanna see your... You're huh? worried that uh, J-Dubs walks in an XM studio, he ain't coming back. I know he won't. <laughs> Are you telling... He's already been saying that uh, the whole time. Now, here's a great thing, Fez. We can stay at your place, right? Ah, <laughs> uh, gee. Hey, not much room here. Um, because I always wanted to go to the bathroom in that Tampa Bay Buccaneer bathroom. I got a complete Buccaneer bathroom, toilet seat, everything, shower curtain, the work. Have you have you built onto that since uh, I've last saw it? Uh, yeah, I've added a few little knickknacks, some uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneer soap, that sort of thing. <laughs> There's actual buck soap. I don't even use it. I'll go down the street to the gas station. <laughs> Just to make sure it stays fresh. All right, so we're looking. Now I want Dubs to lose because I want a trip to New York and I want to sleep on Fezzy's couch. And I'm so excited about this. Hey, Fez, thank you in advance. Um, oh, no problem, my friend. <laughs> it's going to be a blast. Fez Wally, Ron and Fez show, uh, literally the funniest show uh uh, on any kind of radio, to be honest with you. And, and uh, with me being on, you finally got your scat porn star. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> looking for. Um, check him out, ronfez.net. And um, all right, good, good stuff, Fezzy. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, I just want to remind everyone, go see Chunks tonight at Chillers. <laughs> He's listening. He's at, at, at a place called Chillers, those man boobs are going to be at attention. He's going to look like he's smuggling shot glasses. You don't want to miss that. He's going to look like Kingpin, and he just went into the freezer. <laughs> Fez Watley, Rod and Fez Show, <laughs> XM202. <laughs> Thank you, Fezzy. See you, boys. Uh, Later, buddy. Uh, Your buddy. ass is mine, J-Dub. <laughs> oh, nice. If it has to be. Isolated. <laughs> now I'm happy. You never realize how much you miss someone until you talk mm -hmm. to them. Ron and Fez, XM202. Living it up, loving it up over there with ONA. Good for them. All right, Dubs, we take a break. I really can't go with you to New York if it happens. No. Come on, man. Why would I let you? The team, you and me. Oh, now we're a team. Now we're a team. <laughs> Can I go, Dub? Of course. What? Oh, that's sweet. I'll pay for your ticket. Awesome, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'll, no problem. If you let me go, I'll pay for everybody's. Hmm. Kind of got a full plane already. What? It's not a full plane. What are you? We're taking a Cessna. Again, Real radio is. Welcome back to the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. It's the Hideout mixtapes. I'm Tommy Bateman. I'll be here all week, except tomorrow, hopefully. Join us Monday, August 7th, because we'll be broadcasting live from Sun on the Beach for the first ever Extreme Midget Wrestling Steel Cage match being filmed live for pay-per-view. So the monsters will be out there with us. And Sun on the Beach is located off I-4 on exit 65 in the heart of Old Town Kissimmee. For tickets, call 407-719-3610 or go to the hideout page, realradio.fm, for more details. Now we're going to talk about how good of a friend El Jefe is to people. Well, his suicidal friend keeps calling him from back in his Michigan radio days. And how does Jefe handle it? Hmm. I think you know. It's the Hideout Mixtape, Real Radio 104.1. We were playing that clip from Tom Sizemore, Dubs. Of him being suicidal. And where he was uh, just about hit rock bottom. 
and was ready to kill himself. So we have a buddy. I'm not going to say what his name is. Um, he's a guy, we'll call him Diamond. <laughs> he's a diamond in the rough. Diamond in the rough. He is a guy that we worked with in Michigan. He was, at radio stations always have interesting people, just different characters. This guy was the, he was like that creepy, funny uncle that everyone yeah, loves. The uncle that you kind of, you, you have fond memories of, but you also have creepy memories of, and you don't know what to exactly think of him. He would, at the radio station, he would, he worked overnight. Mm-hmm. He was that guy. And he was an overnight jock, rock and roll, that kind of thing. Had a mullet. Always wore, always wore the same gray, like, undershirt. I saw him eat a full loaf of bread with uh, squeezed cheese in one sitting. <laughs> That's, he, that was his dinner, nightly. He would sleep in his car at the station, just because he lived far away and he'd, sometimes he didn't want to drive. Or he'd sleep in the production studio. Mm-hmm. Sitting up, no matter what. He would. He was like a narcoleptic. He'd always fall asleep sitting up. In fact, one time, he was in a sleep... But we did nights, you know, at the time, and he was going to come in and do overnights. And so he'd drive up, get to the station around 8 o'clock or something, and sleep from 8 to his when his shift started at midnight in his car outside. And in Michigan, you could do that, you know, especially at, you know in the fall and the spring and stuff. And so one time he's sleeping in his car, and he was always so much fun to screw with and wake mm-hmm. up that where his car was, we went around and we pulled up another car in front of it. And the reason we did this because he had a problem for a while falling asleep while he was driving. So we pulled up a car right in front of the car he was sleeping in. <laughs> and then we turn on the lights and honk, honk the, the horn. horn. And he thought he, he thought he fell asleep uh, driving again and was about to uh, get into an accident with someone. A head-on collision. It was evil. Oh, that was the greatest. And we actually did that to Chunks. Chunks is going to end up this diamond guy because we did that to Chunks in the J-Dub's uh, Green Monster on the way down to Chiller's last week where he falls asleep, Chunks fell asleep in Dub's conversion van, the nice comfy seats in the back. And so on the count of three, we go, one, two, three. And we all yell and scream. <laughs> and Chunks thinks we're about to have a car accident. Was, he has an accident in his pants instead. Because he just falls asleep. He's narcoleptic. So anyway, this guy, he really is. He's like an uncle. And I love him to death. He's a good dude. And he had some issues. And he's out of radio. And he's been out of radio for about a year or so. Mm-hmm. Um, really got screwed over at our station up in Michigan. And so then I heard I get some updates on him. He had gotten married. Finally, had found a chick who would put up with him as a part-time overnight disc jockey mm-hmm. who didn't have much. And he gets married, the whole thing. And so when he gets fired, you know, we feel bad. We want to help him out, blah, blah, blah. There's not much we can do because he's an old guy. He's, like, in his 40s. And he really... Lansing, Michigan, was all he knew. Nah, never- so I, I doubt that he would be willing to move anywhere far so then i hear he finally has he can't get a job in radio can't get a job anywhere finally has to break down and get a job at mcdonald's now there's nothing wrong with a job at mcdonald's but when you're 40 something and all you've ever done is radio and you can't even get a job in radio and the only job you can get now the one only one you're qualified for anymore 
is McDonald's. Mm-hmm. All right? So now he's working at a McDonald's. It turns out, I get this info, that his chick is working for FEMA. And she went down with all the hurricanes and everything. Has broken up with him. Filed for a divorce. Oh. Okay? So then they go to, like, get everything taken care of. And in the hopes that she will get back with him, he signs the papers as is. So she takes him for everything. And he didn't have much to begin with, okay? I guess all his holy gray undershirts that he usually (laughs) always wore. So she got one shirt. Right. The same shirt he wore constantly. Now he's just walking around with nothing on. And, And she left him for another dude who also worked for FEMA. So now, all of a sudden, I get a call. I see a strange phone number, like a 517 area code, and I pick it up, like, I don't know, five days ago. So I pick it up, and it's this guy. And so I'm like, hey, how you doing? You know, trying to get caught up, because we you know I chat with buddies every once in a while, especially from way back. And then he tells me all of this. I'm like, oh, man, that's a bummer. You know, well, hey, if you need anything, let me know. He's like, oh, really? Okay, cool. <laughs> he goes, can I call you? I'm like, oh, of course, man. Call me, bro. (laughs) Every night this week, after the show at 11.01, my phone rings with him just wanting to talk. Not only that, but uh, I've been around with you a lot this week, and anytime I'm with you, the phone rings, and it's him. Yeah. And uh, there, there was, like, one time where you look at it, it's it's him, and you have to answer it because you hadn't answered it five times previous when he called you that day. Dude. So when you answered it, he he asked you, what was wrong with your phone earlier? Yeah, did you get my messages? Nah, bro, I didn't get them. My phone's on the fritz. <laughs> and so I haven't checked my I hadn't checked my voicemail purposely until today. I finally cleaned out my voicemail mm-hmm. for the week. So if you've called me, I apologize. Eight new messages from six of them were from him. The other two were from Lefty and Shafee. <laughs> six messages. Hey, uh, hey, Hefe, what's up? It's so and so. Just wondering if you uh, wanted to chat. And so each time I talk, he has no one to talk to. I know, and that's the thing. And I don't mind being there for him. Okay, but when do at what? Because I even told him, because he goes, I'm on the verge of suicide. He goes, I think I'm ready to kill myself. I have nothing. He's like Tom Sizemore. He says, I have nothing. I go, dude. He doesn't have memories, which Sizemore at least has. Yeah, because a lot of drugs. Yeah. I go, dude, don't do anything stupid. If you're on the verge of killing yourself, call me. So now I'm, every time he calls, I have to pick up, because what if I don't, and he ends up killing himself? What? God forbid he kills himself on the phone. Why don't, why don't you give him uh, Chunks' number? Oh, that's a great idea. All right. Here's a new number for me to call. For you to call. Please don't. When you need a friend. 703. Uh, please, please. I got, we got big stuff coming up. Need to be able to be contacted. Here's the thing. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. How do I get out of this? 
Uh, can I get out? Am I forever indebted to this friend if he just needs to check? Because then, like, I, like, I'll pick up, like, two or three times. I've picked up. Hey, man, what's going on? Nothing. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. No, dude. Don't, don't just call for the nothing. You know what I mean? You're screwed. You're, you are locked in. Unless you just put your foot down and say, hey, I don't want to talk to you anymore. No, I can't do that because he will kill himself, man. Why don't you start doing to him what he's doing to you? No. Voice all your complaints and he'll get sick of it and he'll quit calling you. No, because he needs, he just needs, and he goes, then he does this and he goes, hey, man, I know you're real busy and you guys are doing real well in Florida and blah, blah, blah. And he goes, just want to thank you. It helps a lot, man. It keeps me. I think it's really keeping me from killing myself. Hey, uh, since you can't do it. Maybe Chunks calls as you, and he kind of breaks it to him. Does the voice? Yeah. Yeah, I'll do it. Number nine, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, number nine? What's up, NFA? What's up, Nipples? <laughs> Yo. What's up? Hey, check it out. Uh, you said this guy was in radio his whole life, right? Yeah. He must have been awesome in the drive-thru. Well, I, you know what? He has a big... You're home of the quarterback, your quarter pounder. He has a big, booming radio voice. Yeah. There's no, you're right. He probably is badass at the drive-thru. And here's the thing. I love this guy. I genuinely do. It breaks my heart you to You want think, a number two for? Nah. It breaks my heart to think that he's working at a McDonald's because he really is a talented jock. And he's another one of those. He kind of got screwed because of the automation and all that. And Happy day for you. It's a happy meal at the McDonald's. It, Jason, you're in the hideout on Royal Radio. What's up, Jason? This guy, you need to just tell him, hey, go to your work, get a doctor, and either go see a doctor or just kill yourself. Now, or you just have to tell him, uh, you know, if you use a shotgun, do it with your toe. You want me to call him and tell and do it? Mm-hmm. I do. Um, uh, here's the thing, buddy. Uh, I'm busy. I'm pooping on the toilet. Uh, why don't you just shoot yourself in the head? I, is that an impression of me? Uh, yes. Beat what? it. Wait. Scram. How are you doing that, Hepe? I'm, well, how am I doing what? How am I doing what? You're talking without moving your mouth. I'm not talking. That's not me. That's you're, Chunks. You're a regular uh, ventriloquist. That's Chunks and his awful impression. It absolutely is me. Uh, this is how I sound. This is not how I sound. Beat it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Breaker, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What's up, Breaker? Hey, how's it going there? Yo. Hey, uh, the problem with this is uh, you, you just need to let that guy go. You need to... Say what you need to say as far as, okay, this is going to be your life. If you don't listen to your life, if you want to die, go ahead and die, and I'm out of your life now. And you need to walk away from him. Otherwise, what if he just he is, changes his phone number? Uh, if he changes his phone number, he's just going to call him back. He's going to he's going to keep finding him. But you know, you need to let him know that this relationship is over, and that he needs to make a decision for himself. Oh, dude, but here's the thing, man. Here's the thing, Brian. Thank you. I mean, that that's that's good advice in a world where if I didn't care about the dude. Like, dubs can cut people off. I can. I have to I have to force your hand to cut some people off. Because you keep on talking to them and keep on dreaming. I don't know if this was mentioned or not, but mm. I know the exact way to get rid of them. How's that? Start talking about, like, make your own problems, but, like, worse than his. Try to outdo him. 
Yeah, just like... Because be like, oh, yeah, well, your wife left? Yeah, well, blah, blah, blah. I'm sure I'm getting fired, and I got fined by the FCC, and la, la, la. And don't let me tell you about this fist thing that happened. Let me tell and you the about... the fact that you lost the testicle. Let me tell you about a problem I have. What's uh, that, Hefe? My, my right nut hurts. That's not oh, me. Hefe. That is Trunks doing an awful impression of me. Got hit with a baseball. Go Mavs! <laughs> now that is true. Go Mavericks. <laughs> Beat it. Nicole, you're in the hideout on Rover Radio. Hey guys, how you doing? What's hey, up? Sweetie. <laughs> I have a nice idea for you. Okay, what's that? Well, I have a friend, and she's the same way. Always depressed. And I told her that I want to help her, but how I'm going to help her is um, she can't talk to me about her problems anymore, and that's going to help her get over it. Okay. Oh, so, all right. So it's that simple of, hey, let's let's have our friendship be about other things than your problems. Exactly. Say, you know, you can't keep dwelling on it, so we're going to just be friends, and you can't tell me about your problems anymore. Now, here's the problem with that, Nicole. The guy, his chick left him. He has He's an ex-DJ working at McDonald's, and really, when his chick comes back from working um, uh, on the FEMA and, like, cleaning up, he's going to have nowhere to live. <laughs> it's not funny. It's so not funny. <laughs> Oh, my God, it's not funny. You know what? He should contact FEMA and uh, get them to pay for it. Yeah, all right. Maybe that's what we do then. Sue FEMA? 407-916-1041, And uh, star 1041 on the singular wireless phone. <laughs> what is that impression? It's not even close. Uh, it's your hideout. Come on in. <laughs> <laughs> you ass. It's a hideout real radio 104.1. Welcome back to the Hideout Mid-Tapes on Real Radio 104.1. We're going to continue with Hefe being an awful friend to this poor guy, his suicidal friend. It's the Hideout Mid-Tapes, Real Radio 104.1. All right, Alex PCS, because my problem is i got an old buddy. He keeps calling me because his chick left him, and he's, he can't get back in a radio. He's working at Mickey D's. He's nearly 50. Literally has nothing. And he wants to just end it. I say good. He's a good... Here's the thing, though. He's a very religious man, very mm -hmm. Christian man. And I told him, dude, you can't kill yourself. You won't get into heaven. And you know what? The logic worked on him. He goes, you're right. I won't get into Why heaven. would you do that to him? Because. That's not true. I know it's not. But at Give least... him a better reason. If that's the only reason you have to keep yourself alive, you need to check out. I told him, just go out in a blaze of glory. Walk back under into, uh, what was it, 4425 oh, North I, Cedar Street? The fact that you even can come close to remember that and remember what street it was on? I know it was North Cedar Street in Lansing, Holt, oh. Michigan. Just walk in there and say, hey, Bob, <laughs> thanks for everything. All right. Alex PCS says, call this dude and tell him you have the HIV and you're going to die soon. Give it a week and stop answering. <laughs> That's no good. Then he's going to kill himself, too. Mrs. Al, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. What's up? <laughs> hey, guys. Yeah. And um, I do like the impression. I think that... It's, it's perfect. It's, it's awful. It's it is. Dead on. It is real. It's almost right on. Jesus. Uh, thanks. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Um, well, I just wanted to talk... Oh, uh, are you there? Hello? Our phone cut out. You hung up on her because uh, she I'm like... upset because I'm a big feminist and I want to hear that call. 
Straight in the bathroom. What was... <laughs> I love when you uh, tune into something when, right, right in the mid-sentence of them yelling at whoever they're riding with and dropping the C-bomb. That was crazy. <laughs> Did you hear that guy? Yeah. was pissed. Straight in the bathroom stall. That guy was pissed. <laughs> so I, w- I was going to Tony's call because Mrs. Owls cut out. Mm-hmm. And... He said something and then dropped uh, the worst word you could ever call a woman. I had to dump out of it. A person? Because I'm a feminist. <laughs> Equal? <laughs> yeah, Voter? Hey, speaking of FEMA, because this dude's chick worked for FEMA, and that was kind of mm-hmm. the whole thing that ended up breaking him up. Earlier this week, I guess, the former director, Mike Brown, and I guess he's a consultant or something now. He oh, wants- so he's still hanging around. Yeah, somehow he's able to still get a gig. He goes in front of Congress. Listen to the way he talks to Congress as they're questioning him. Uh, Go ahead and play this, Chunks. Your job is to coordinate. I want to know how you coordinated the evacuation. By urging the governor and the mayor to order the mandatory evacuation. And that's coordinating? What would you like for me to do, Congressman? Well, that's why I'm happy you left. Because that kind of, you know, look in the, high, in, the, in, the, in the lights like a deer tells me that um, you weren't capable to do the job. And so I guess you want me to be the superhero that is going to step in there and suddenly take everybody out of New Orleans. Now listen to the way he's talking he's, to members of Congress. Well, he, he's had enough. I mean, he's basically the one getting thrown under the bus for everything. And he's saying, what do you want me to be, a superhero? But that was a poor answer to the question. I mean, there should have been some kind of, like, uh, I don't know, some routes given to everybody. Not just tell them, hey, you guys got to leave. Give them a way out. Tell them how to get out. He was urging other people to urge other people. Now, this kind of shows you, too, this seems like the kind of guy who's gotten everything in his life Mm -hmm. and isn't used to being talked down to. And so he's just going to yell back. You know, like he's of privilege, and so he's he's not going to put up with that. Yet, who is he? And what is he doing? And why is he talking to Congress like this? That's one. Then on the second hand, part of me respects this guy infinitely for talking to Congress this way. Well, I mean, he's... He's talking back to him and uh, he's trying to state his case, but he's not. he doesn't have any substance there. If you're going to lash back at Congress and, you know, throw it back in their face. Have something to throw in their face. Don't be throwing air at them. Right. I don't mind if you run a little smack at Congress. Just have some. I can't tell you how bad during those FCC meetings when we were working for Infinity, Mm -hmm. I wanted Mel to say something back and just be like, are you guys insane? Do you realize what you're focusing on and what's going on in the world? I just want you to ponder for a moment. You're talking about indecency, and look at everything else going on in the world. The funniest thing, did you listen to that thing when Mel Carmenson went up there? Oh, yeah. Uh, when he first walked in, there was like a loud ruckus in the back of the room. Something tipped over. He's, Infinity Broadcasting will not take responsibility for that loud noise. I'm sorry. Yeah, he was He was good. He, <laughs> he was ran just, a joke yeah, for a second. He's run bits in there. I like that. All right, now uh, all right, get, people want to get back to the suicide thing. I want to play that clip again at some point, too. Adrian, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Adrian? 
Hey, man, I just wanted to let you know, uh, with the whole suicide thing, you better, you know, be pretty careful about how you get rid of this guy because I tried to do the same thing with a friend of mine, and uh, it turned out that he got a little upset and said, well, you know, if I'm going to go down and I haven't got anybody else, then you're going down too. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. So. Uh, well, yeah. the only thing about this cat, he's in Michigan, so. Yeah. And he doesn't have a job, so I don't think he's going to be flying or driving down here. But I'll tell you this, I I, I I would feel awful if something happened to him. If he killed himself, you'd feel bad? Dude. Why would you feel bad? I mean, Because, man, I mean, he needed help, and I'm the only person that was there for you've him. You've done what you can. No, I haven't. What else could you do? I don't know. I could do something. Keep the guy alive. Just Why? keep reminding him he won't get into heaven if he kills himself. Pull the tube out. We don't need him reaching anymore. Oh, come on. You don't mean that. You love that guy, too. I care less. Tony, you're in the hideout on the radio. What's up, Tony? Hey, man. I, I can relate to the suicide thing and the loss of the relationship thing. I was mm -hmm. in a marriage for over 15 years. Uh, had 15 kids together. I mean, five kids together. Sorry about that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I had a really great job. Everything was going really good. And uh, some really bad crap went down at work and i uh, lost my job over mm. something it really wasn't my fault and uh sure, whole life just is. seemed to decline after that you know so yeah. i wanted to kill myself you know right because that, my life was just turning to crap right in front of my eyes and that and you know and that's what that's what my buddy tells me he's like dude i'm watching everything around me completely crumble i literally when she comes back from fema she's kicking me out and she's keeping the dog that we got together i will literally have nothing I, I can relate to that because I don't have any friends. Lucky um, dog. I, I don't have a girlfriend. It's been over a year since I've really had a decent relationship. Um, and right now, things are turning around for me. I just got a new job. See, uh, it, it, I just got a roommate. You know, things are going really good for me right now. And if I would have killed myself, hey, I'd be in hell right now. Exactly. And you know what, Tony? Good for you. Because that's always the thing you got to really keep in mind. As awful as things are, it passes. Or it can get worse. No, it can't. At it some can... point, at some point, it can't get worse. No, it usually gets worse. Yeah. Drop... Once you go down, you never come back up. Drop says, uh, move him to Florida. Jeb will uh, personally stick the feeding tube in him. Because I guess he cares so much about people individually. A feeding tube full of squeezed cheese and Wonder Bread. <laughs> Chris, you're in the hideout. I'm kidding. That's his diet. Yeah. That was his diet, and we're not joking. What's up, Chris? What's up, guys? Yeah. Uh, I'm calling from Melbourne, Florida. I call you guys about once a month. The show is great. Thank you. You really make me laugh. But you touched home tonight, El Jefe, about if you've got a friend that's severely depressed, and this is not just a joke, but he's really depressed, yeah. I can I can relate. About a couple of years ago, I was suicidal myself, extremely depressed, drinking a lot, taking a lot of pills, and all I thought about was killing myself. And I got hooked up with a local college school of psychology where I went for counseling for about about a year, and mm -hmm. it was very very inexpensive. If the guy lives in Michigan, I know there's a lot of nice big universities up there. Yeah, where they'd have schools of psychology, and basically you're uh, you're being worked on by graduate students, but they're great people and they can, compassionate, and they can help them out. You know, and I got to do something for them too. Well, Chris, I'm glad you made it through it, man. Thank you, well, buddy. Well, well, I did, but like I say, it, it's I mean. You know, psychiatric helps fifty to sixty dollars an hour by a professional, but you can go to these people for ten and fifteen dollars a session. And you're helping them learn too. Hey, thanks, Chris. Appreciate it, buddy. You know what? 
Tonight we got to uh, pick out the helmet of pain stunt for uh, this weekend's fantasy football. Right. How about this? Helmet of pain. We, for whoever loses this week in fantasy football, we give, we have to uh, give their number to our friend who is suicidal. <laughs> I wouldn't wish that on anybody. Helmet of pain. Joe, you're in the hideout on Royal Radio. What's up, Joe? Hey, is this guy from Detroit? He's uh, he's in Michigan, but yeah. Yeah, well, I'd kill myself too if I was up there. Ah, uh, just because the Lions. That's mainly the big reason. But take a break. We come back. Yeah, right. You're gonna have a tattoo of the Bucks on your ass after this weekend. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Here we go. The Hideout Mixtapes on Real Radio 104.1. and Tommy Bateman. I'll be here forever, it seems. Coming up, we got Putin, our old intern, argues with his old girlfriend, and he thinks math is a lie. Plus, the 10 o'clock hour, we're going to talk about wifebreeders.com and do an interview. Plus, the Fat Man Diary, and uh, yeah, there's some other stuff in there, too, you have to stay tuned for. Right now, we got, before he was lived down here and was part of the show, he was just a uh, caller and I am-er, and just, you know, kicking boy of the show, Matt Albert. Before he moved down here, he had a drunken weekend with our other old intern, Sid Cada. It's on the Hideout Mixtapes for Radio 104.1. All right, our buddy Matt Albert lives in uh, D.C. Mm-hmm. He is the one and true Hideout historian. He's the original pass holder. He's the greatest listener in the history of the Hideout. So much so, we, he's uh, essentially become one of our each of our best friends, and has even stayed the night with all of us at one point. Yes, he has. He's uh, he's actually uh, gotten very drunk over at my house. The only time he's ever been there. Apparently, he is having some escapades with a former intern of ours, uh, Sid Cada, who is a redneck. The two of them made up the comedy comedy dumplings. Two dudes, chicken gravy and beef gravy. One black, six foot five, five hundred pounds. That's Matt Albert. The other one, six foot one, four hundred pounds. That's Sid Cada. He looks, Cicada looks like a Kelly clown from Outer Space or Garfield. Wow. And he, um... He's I like incre- the Garfield. He's incredibly racist. Yet his best friend's black. Matt Albert. Hello. Yes. Here's the IM I got from Matt. I've, I've saved it from the day. He's like, uh, F ye. F ye. I'm like, what's, up, what's going on? What's going on, buddy? He's like, it's been a hard last few days, a lot of drinking and recovering. Three-fourths a bottle of Jack Daniels in two hours is not recommended. No, no, it shouldn't be. And he goes, but I didn't wake up with a headache, though. I woke up to the squeaks of Sid Cada having sex. With who? The latter is more scarring than the first. Hold on. Also got pulled over by the cops. I think I blacked out from the Jack because my shorts. It was that good, huh? (laughs) Because my my shorts when I woke up were wet, but it wasn't urine. I think I went walking through the neighborhood in the rain. And then there was a discussion about a flat flat tax and Jews, which I stayed out of. All right, so this, oh, and then Cicada gave his theory about Catholics and how most of the early popes are going to hell because of what they did. What? And and I broke a chair. (laughs) By sitting in it? Yeah, and I got a new enemy. All right, so give me the short of it. What happened with you two guys? Well, I got pulled. Over, we got pulled over by the cops, and they've been living in this neighborhood 
for like months, and they've never seen a cop. And he's had a broken taillight for maybe a month. Mm-hmm. And the first time he's ever had a black person in his car, he <laughs> was driving through the neighborhood. <laughs> and whoop, 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 we get pulled over. Mm. We have two cases of beer in the back seat. He doesn't even look at the cases of beer. He just looks at me and uh, kind of flashes the, uh, the light in my eyes. Did you say, what are you? <laughs> I think, you know... Out tail light is just code for black man in your passenger seat. <laughs> so, right, were you guys drunk yet? No, I didn't. I didn't drink Thursday. Maybe you said you had a broken moral light. <laughs> Who are you hanging out with? That's a broken moral light. So that's a hefty fine around these parts. And, so, uh, what ended up happening? Uh, well, Thursday we just played poker and. Uh, no, what happened you know, with the cops? Anything? No, they just gave us a warning, and you know, even even though the kid didn't have his license. Hey, be careful! Your heart's about to stop, you fat bastards! That kind of warning. <laughs> yes, exactly. And uh, well, nothing really happened Thursday, but Friday, we got uh, we got liquor, and uh, we invited this chick over, and uh, I start drinking the bottle. No one's asking for it, so I'm just drinking it from the bottle. Are you drinking you Jack what? straight from the bottle? Yeah. I'll tell you what. This uh, kid, Matt Albert, he will drink without knowing how drunk he's about to get. I, I, when I had him over at my place and we were drinking, we were having Long Islands, and the Long Islands I had were pretty strong. I was handing them to him, and he was just drinking them with like one gulp. I'm saying, here, sip on this one. Well, Do not down it. When you're the size of Mighty Joe Young, you don't figure anything's gonna hurt you. It doesn't matter. It, it, because he doesn't, he didn't drink a lot in his younger days, so he doesn't have the tolerance. I've only been drunk like five times. Oh please! And uh, and on the last swig of the Jack Daniels, I, the chair I'm on breaks, and I, you know, <laughs> cut my arm. I'm bleeding. <laughs> and and this girl that uh, we invited over was she, she hot? She was all right. I mean, she's hanging out with a combined, uh, let's see, probably 1,300 pounds. Well, she was, she was drunk when we called her over. What's that? She was drunk when we called her over. Did you say, hey, we have pizza? Yes. And uh, <laughs> Did you follow and, uh, the trail of pepperoni to your place? Like Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we called her over. And uh, she didn't like me to begin with because I did a morning zoo bit on her, on her answering answering machine. What? You did a morning zoo bit on her answering machine. You're uh, running uh, little skits for. Give us yeah. a little, give us a little bit of that. Give us your morning zoo bit. I was Willy Wonka and uh, Sid was Man in the Can, and uh, <laughs> and we like this is Willy Wonka on WZBQ. This is the morning zoo. Man in the Can. Can you give me a horn? Honk honk. Right, so basically, you're doing the uh, Mojo yeah, and we, Weasel bit. We were giving away uh, uh, prize packs of strawberry douches. And, uh, <laughs> what? Shock jocks. <laughs> shock jocks. Shock jocks. All right, so did you end up having sex with a girl? No, we uh, we made her slap me and um, a couple of times. Then I slapped her ass, and then she um, then we tried to get her to... Um, then she told her dad now... Uh, a bottle. We tried to get her to do something into a bottle, and um, that didn't work out, so she left mad. Lactate? No. Mm. Number two? Downstairs. Number two.
No, one number one. Number one? <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I'd be Why more Why would impressive. you want that? Where, I don't know. Where are you going to keep it? <laughs> where are you going to wear it around your neck like you're Angelina? Use it as perfume. <laughs> yeah, he's going to use it to attract other fat chicks. Oh, God, no Like deer urine, like when deer hunting. And uh, then I blacked out talking to this guy. Pardon the pun. Maddie. <laughs> I uh, blacked out. What? That's what the name of this segment is, Blacked Out. <laughs> I blacked out talking to this guy from Cincinnati watching Van Wilder. And, uh, what? He, and, was oh, he the one uh, that uh, got beat up uh, while smoking crystal meth over there? He was making it. Anyway, we were, uh, I was, and I woke up in the middle of the night with my shorts wet and uh, nothing else. Mo. And, uh, Don't worry about it. It all happens to us when we're 13. Yeah. And eventually that phase in your life will pass. <laughs> the, the you're you're reaching a very special time, Matt. I know it was sticky. You just get up, you get in the shower, and you throw it at the bottom of the hamper. You burn them. And, well, you burn your shame. On on Saturday, well, no, Sunday, I woke up. I was going I was going to sleep. Mm-hmm. I was watching Greg the Bunny DVD. And uh, sorry. I wake up, and I hear squeak. Squeak, squeak, giggle, giggle, stop of the squeaking. Then I hear squeak, squeak, giggle, giggle. Like... Exactly. Was it like that? Was it Cicada having sex? Yes. With and who? With his Topanga. Uh. His girlfriend? Yeah, and it was just weird girlish giggle coming from him. One, one from her. <laughs> She's playing with his nipples. You have to, <laughs> it kind of looks like a little piggy. So I could see it. Tickling his belly. Was he giggling and looking at you? <laughs> no, he was upstairs. He was on the stairs. He was on the. Was he making uh, a biting motion at you? <laughs> with a cat claw. Wink, <laughs> winking, mouthing. I wish it was you. I wish it was you. Shooting the guns at me. Is what he's doing. <laughs> oh yeah, the guns. Taking it to the gun show. Why couldn't it be you? Oh, God. All right. Well, it sounds like you had an amazing week. Is there anything else you wanted to tell us about? We watched Schindler's List. Uh, I don't, you know what? I'm going to stop it here. Uh, I can only imagine the conversation just, that went on. I'm going to stop it here at this point. I, I, you know what? I'm, I'm betting there was a few applauses. I'm just, just going to stop. I, I dumped it. We're taking a break. We're coming back. Moron. <laughs> It's the Hideout Mixtapes on Real Radio 104.1. Tommy Bateman here with you. Now, we like to play a lot of crying audio where public figures break down and start crying for stupid reasons. And we often get asked, well, where did this all start? How did you start this? And I believe this was the first one we did. It was Chad Johnson and the Cincinnati Bengals crying after a loss. It's the Hideout Mixtapes for Radio 104.1. Now, I've been trying to make a trade with Chunks in the Fantasy Football League. Yeah. I want Chad Johnson. I'm even willing. i willing to trade him Marvin Harrison and Thomas Jones for Chad Johnson. I think that's a good trade. It was maybe last week, but now Thomas Jones is uh, injured now. Mm. He can't hear you. And he's actually kind of thinking about it because he saw this clip today of Chad Johnson kind of breaking down after the uh, the game with the Jacksonville Jaguars where they lost, and it, it scared him a little bit. All right, how bad did they lose? 
Uh, it was a close game. It came right down to the end. It was a very, very close game. I don't, right. I don't remember the score, but... Is this true? I've heard talking in the office. What? He's going to trade Johnson to you? I'm not trading for him. All right, that would piss me off. What if I do? Now I'm, now I'm going to try to get Johnson. Just so it does piss you off. It's not fair if you have Moss, Owens, and Johnson, man. Uh-huh. Yeah, because he did so well this week. Shut up. All right, so what happened with Johnson? He uh, After the, the game, they had people in the locker room talking to him. And he broke down. Now Chad Johnson is a bit of an eccentric, anyway, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, uh, he's a, he's the a guy who uh, last year sent Pepto Bismo to the uh, the uh, the cornerbacks of a team he was facing against. Uh, so you know, because he said he's going to give them you know an upset stomach after and how he, bad he beats them. And he also the guy too. It says anyone who can hold him in check deserves to be the highest paid cornerback. Or yes, deserves a raise or something like that. And I guess the uh, whoever's cornerback for the Jacksonville Jaguars should get that money. That held him in check? Yeah. All right, let's hear this audio from Chad Johnson. Frustrating for this first loss? Yeah, man, we're not supposed to lose. You can't be satisfied. 4-1 is not satisfying. This ain't satisfying. That's the whole point, man. That's We be supposed to be out of that stage. We ain't supposed to lose no more. Games ain't, suppo- ain't supposed to be close games. Like, these games, we got to win. These are times we got to win, and they wonder why we don't get Monday, Sunday night games. Man, we got to win stuff like this, man. <laughs> they ain't supposed to be close no more. That's the Bengals are old. Is this a better team than a show tonight, then? Yeah. And we got to do it every time we come out. We got to do it. We can't keep talking about it. Man, we talk about the same thing all the time, but we got to keep doing it. <laughs> obviously, obviously, this is a little emotional for you. Man. <laughs> 4-1. And that is not all right. That ain't all right. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> what a crybaby. You sissy. And like at the beginning, he sees a little shook up, but he's just emotional. And when he starts to lose it, you're like, oh, my God. Where did you get this from, Dubs? I was watching uh, the NFL Network last night. They do a whole thing on uh, Sundays and Mondays, uh, like point after signs of the game where they go through all the games, give you some of the highlights, and then they go into locker rooms and show you some of the highlight interviews from the locker room. All right, on one level, as a fan, it's got to maybe make you happy because it shows that he cares. Yeah. On the other hand, you got to be really afraid that he's this fragile, that he's crying. Yeah, he's crying after one loss. I mean, you play for the Bengals. Those years of losing should kind of... Get you used to it. Yeah, it's not like it's your first loss in years. Have you ever cried after losing, like whenever you played competitive sports? I think in middle school, when I didn't make the basketball team or something, I think I squirted a couple out. Well, of course, because you didn't make the team. Yeah. But not after a loss. Not after a loss, no. I'm trying to think back, because I've played a lot of uh, games in my life. Football, basketball, baseball. There's some, when you lost it, it just bummed you out so bad. You know, you just didn't want to talk to anybody and that kind of stuff. Never cry. Never never felt I re- sad. I, re- I remember getting really angry. Yeah, you more more or less you were angry and you didn't want to talk to anybody. Like in the playoffs or in a tournament, baseball-wise, and you didn't make it, you get real angry and mm-hmm. frustrated with your team and you get pissed off. But I don't know if I've ever cried. I have to say, if I ever did... Maybe when I played for the uh, 
Carrollton Farmers Branch Bengals <laughs> when I was uh, in the fourth grade, and I had the big X on the back. But actually, no, that year we went undefeated and went on to Oklahoma to the championship and won. Nice. Yeah. It was a fragger. I know. I thought I was going to be the, like, yeah, I was going to make it. I was in the fourth grade. I am just, I'm in shock of a grown man crying. I just dropped my keys. Can't be dropping my keys like that. Gotta be better than that. It's the J Dubs of old. I see you're uh, you're taking it tough, J Dubs. You dropped your keys. I can't be dropping keys, man. It's not what's supposed to happen. I ain't supposed to drop keys. I'm supposed to keep them in my hand or in my pocket. Those are my keys. Maybe J Dubs last year could drop keys, not. Not J Dubs this year. It's mine. I'm sorry. I'm take, sorry. Take your time. I understand you're emotional right now. They were your keys, and now they're on the floor. I, I, I guess I just gotta pick them up. Move on. I tell you, won't won't happen again. You won't see me like this again. My keys on the floor. Why don't you go ahead and pick up your keys? My keys. <laughs> And, uh, that's really odd. All right, let's play one more time, the Chad Johnson thing. Frustrating for this first loss? Yeah, man, we're not supposed to lose. You can't be satisfied. 4-1 is not satisfying. This ain't satisfying. That's the whole point, man. That's We be supposed to be out of that stage. We ain't supposed to lose no more. Games ain't, suppo- ain't supposed to be close games like these games we got to win. These are the times we got to win, and they wonder why we don't get Monday, Sunday night games. Man, we got to win stuff like this, man. <laughs> they ain't supposed to be close no more. That's the Bengals are old. This is this a better team than a show tonight, though? Yeah. And we got to do it every time we come out. We got to do it. We can't keep talking about it. Man, we talk about the same thing all the time, but we got to keep doing it. <laughs> obviously, obviously, this is a little emotional for you. Man, I'm four and one, and that is not all right. That ain't all right. Thanks, Chad. <laughs> Chad Johnson of the Bengals dropped his keys. Yeah. Too bad. We're taking a moment of silence for Chad. Pour a little of our drink out. The Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Welcome back to the Hideout Mixtape Row Radio 104.1. Tommy Bateman here with you. We used to have an old intern named Putin. He was like 22 and his girlfriend was like 33 or something crazy like that. And uh, we called her Crazy Eyes because she had, well, crazy eyes. And this one, Putin and her start to argue, which is always fun for everyone who isn't involved. It's the Hideout Mixtapes, Real Radio 104.1. Putin, I know last night was kind of tough for you. For about an hour, you ran down your girlfriend on a radio show that's heard throughout Central Florida. And worldwide on the Internet. Dragging through the woods. Literally worldwide. i got so many friends all over the nation and also uh, on the other side of the world who listen. And you ran down your chick, Crazy Eyes. Indeed I did. Um, you said you wanted to be free, you wanted to be a man and go to Mako's, and you let her have it, didn't you? Yes, I did, on air, while she couldn't hear me. 
<laughs> what happened when you got home? Um, I spent a good 10, 15 minutes trying to explain to her that it was just a bit. That, that's, that's always a good so move. You, you backed down. Yeah. You didn't stick to your guns. No, I didn't. What guns? I don't have any. You just have swords, right? Yeah. <laughs> I've got a magic mace of doom or some crap like that. That's only in EverQuest. Spells. Re- Spells, yeah. right? Magic potions. Yeah. Once again, only in Dork, shut up. Shut up, dork. Quiet. You're at the cool table right now. Yeah. Pretend like you have a pair. A what? So you told so you didn't you didn't say, Hey, I'm really going out. You didn't say this Saturday night I'm going out to the Makos. How about you come out with us to the blue room tonight? We're going out there with the fatal fetish online <laughs> yeah. chicks. You know one of them too, it's perfect. She's making eyes at him the whole time, too. Yeah, Google he's Cause you you know why? Because he was making eyes back. Yes, he was. Ooh, so did you guys have a little bit of connection, you and Kara? As friends, yes. She's a very nice girl and I isn't, like her quite isn't a Isn't that the one you said you used to date behind your girlfriend's back? <laughs> nah, but either way, seriously, you could tell by looking at him through the glass, it was a lot more of this. Oh, yeah, and he was very, he was very upset she didn't say goodbye to him. Yeah, he I just did. thought that was rude. Come on. Because you guys had spent such quality time together. Well, not quality time, but we... They didn't say goodbye to me. Who would? So what does Crazy Eyes think at this point now about your relationship? Yeah, she's... What did she say to you when you got home? What was the first words that came out of her mouth? Um, I'm trying to remember. I think the first word is actually... Put the toilet seat down? Or allowing me to put the strap on on? Hey. Which size do you want tonight? What color? (laughs) Always a blue one. No. Um, (laughs) no, what she said, she said, uh, pretty much like, I hope you were all joking about that. And, uh, I said, yeah, of course. It's just a bit. We're playing it off. Um, just for the air. Playing it up, by the yeah. way. You gotta yeah. learn the radio lingo, playing it up. Yeah. Cause that's what I told him. I go, it was a work. No, yeah. that's not what you told me to do. That's what actually happened, Hefe. I go, if she's gonna give you any crap, go home and say, hey, look, it was just a bit. It's a radio show. Now shut your mouth and make me some dinner. That's what I say. And then grab the strap on. Actually, I made her pierogies <laughs> last night after we had our So you made food for her? Yeah. God, you're a fruit. Well, I had to. Did you get any? For the looms. No. You didn't even get any ass last night after all that. Mm-hmm. You want to go to Blue Room tonight? In fact, to the tell blue you... Meanie. Stop. You got to work overtime tonight. You got to come to the Blue Room. I need a personal waiter. You want to get around the phone and tell her you're going to the Blue Room for fetish night on Pine <laughs> Street? I think you got to get her on the phone. Tell her. Yeah, sure. All right, get, go 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 to the back and get her crazy eyes on the phone. Are you hey? You got school or anything tomorrow? What time do you have to be up in the morning? Uh, I have to be at work at eleven. He's got to ask his mommy. Yeah, get your mommy on the phone. Crazy eyes, girlfriend. Did you do your homework? No, did you? Did you eat all your vegetables? <laughs> did you eat them? Even a little pea in the back of the plate? Did she get it? Little carrot, little baby carrot. Beat it. God, that's going to be awful. Just awful. Dave, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Dave? Hey, Jay Dubs. How you doing, man? What's up, man? I got something to tell you, buddy. I got a real thing to tell you, buddy. Okay. Right. He's got an awful phone connection. We had it turned up all the way. I couldn't even hear him. What was he going to ask me? Do you know? Something about BMWs. Crazy eyes here in the hideout on Road Radio. That's it. He's cut off no more of this fancy tang. I'm going to bang the neighbor. Don't come home, bitch. 
You're free. <laughs> you're free for. Uh, you're free for the blue room tonight, then. Hey, uh, I wonder what happened to Jeff Marina. She hasn't called me up in a while. No, I don't care. Doesn't matter. Jeff Marina is my woman. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one, and star one zero four one on your singular wireless phones. I right, heard get what in you, here. What do you think the odds are of him going tonight? I don't really know much about odds. Huh. Slim, slim I'd, say, I'd say percentage-wise, yeah. 6% of him going to fetish night at the Blue Room. All right, it's the real crazy eyes. Yes. Hey, sweetie, how you doing? You're not sounds bad. like the last guy. Um, first of all, I'd like to apologize to you last night for the way that Putin treated you on the air. It was classless. Thank you. I'm glad someone apologizes. You're welcome. Um, I apologized last night several times. Shut it, dork. <laughs> um, the dork has something he'd like to say to you about tonight. Okay. About tonight, because he, go ahead, dork. Hefe is making me work overtime, and I have to go to the blue room. Oh, what are you gonna be doing there? He's gonna be hooking up with an old college buddy who does a fetish show. Uh, her name's Kara. Kara. They're gonna be sweaty. I don't think I've met that one. She's got um. Oh, but he has. Yeah. Oh, has he? She, oh, night long. She was in here earlier when um. Short little panties, a blue halter top, and fishnets. Oh, is she cute? And she's carrying a whip. Yeah. And oh, they, they were, you might need that. They were making googly eyes at each other through the glass. Really? Yeah. I don't know if it was googly eyes or if he was just thinking about a quest or something, but... <laughs> oh, God. Um, oh, he can do whatever he wants. All right, so Putin, tell her what you wanted to say for real. Tell her. Hefe is making me go to... No, 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 no. Tell no, her... no, no, I'm making you. Tell her, tell her what you want to do. I'd like to go to the blue room. And? And say hello to my old friend. Who will be wearing panties. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> do, do you want to be looking at her eyes. Do you want to get in the yeah. cage? Do you want to get in the cage so no. she can beat you? Absolutely not. She might be wearing less than that, right? No. Probably. Oh, well, afterwards when they go back to her place. Or at least in her car. Uh-huh. Hey, he makes his own decisions. It's the consequences he has to uh, pay up. Now, uh, tell me this. Mm -hmm. If you did catch him cheating on you, mm -hmm. what would you do? Oh, he's out. And that's There's... it? That's it? All he does is get kicked out? And you wouldn't, like, cut his dong off, would you? No, no. You gotta remember, I'm divorced. I've been through that before, so, yeah. You've cut he's a guy's out. dong off before? Whoa! No, 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 no. <laughs> Not that. All right, crazy eyes. Well, he—I didn't want to get you on the air after way he treated you last night, but he felt like he had to tell you what he was doing tonight. Uh huh. On the air, yeah. <laughs> he's a—he's stupid like that. He's still learning the business. All right, yeah. crazy eyes. I want you to have a good night sleeping while he's out with Kara in her panties. Did he tell you the uh, Harry Potter spoilers yet? Oh, I hung up on her, or he hung up on her. Putin hung up on you if you turn on your radio. Sixteen seconds later. Looks like you're free tonight. Yeah, it looks like you can go out and do whatever you want. Did you hear? It was the classic mommy line. He can do whatever he wants, but he's got to deal with the consequences. You know, I'd just like to clear up something real quickly, just in case you thought we are all just trying to joke and come up against him. He seriously really was giving that girl the look. You know what I mean? I mean, like, legit. This isn't like a radio shtick. We're not joking around. And he was truly hurt that she didn't say bye. Yeah, because he was walking around off air uh, during the commercial break. That's just rude. He was like, I want to know if she has red hair everywhere. It's pink. You'll find out. I bet she doesn't have hair everywhere. Nice. Yeah.
You know. Lucky those, you, Putin. You know how those goth chicks are. Going to the blue room tonight. Not going home with anything blue. Yeah, you'll be just fine. You're just going to want to go home and roll over and not look at your chick. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. <laughs> you know, it was classless getting her on the air, asking her to go out on the air. That was stupid. Yeah, it was. Probably just going to have to go home to my parents' house anyway. She's probably making a, a run to Walmart right now and changing locks. Mom, Dad, I'll see you see you in a few hours. Your mom was just on the phone. <laughs> yeah, Live Fire did ask, why does Putin's girlfriend sound like a 40-year-old mom? <laughs> She's 31, She's, not 40. She's close. Dude, that's classless for you to say that about your own chick. What? Hey, hey you'll be able to get a discount in a IHOP soon. Okay. <laughs> that's just wrong. Hope you like coffee for a quarter. <laughs> what the hell? You don't think it's been bad enough on him? Cheap buffets. <laughs> discount movie tickets. Now I'm a student. I get discounts. Oh, that's crazy, then. Both of you are getting discounts. Wow. A I actually... AARP discount <laughs> benefits. Hey, there's some depends in the office. For <laughs> Jason, you're in the hideout on World Radio. What's up, Jason? Does she wipe your ass for you, too? Ooh. She... No, but he does have to go pick up some Metamucil so for It's All right. You know, just stop. <laughs> just stop. <laughs> Putin, you said you wanted airtime. Congratulations. You got it. Yeah. I'm the one that needs the high-fiber diet. You get cereal called Fiber One. It's got, like, half your day serving and, and like, a third of a tablespoon. All right, Absinthe wants to know what's it like to date a woman with menopause. <laughs> That's just wrong. Actually, she's well, been hot. having hot flashes lately. Well, you don't need birth control. <laughs> it's scary. It's yeah. absolutely frightening. Just direct me to care of that. Okay. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Ooh, I'm not alone tonight in studio. Yeah. I have one Drunky the Bear for the Monsters of the Morning. What's going on, Bateman? Well, you said you had a little uh, something you wanted to throw out to the people out there? Yeah, exactly. Uh, the person that I picked for the Party Like a Monster Millionaire tonight um, bowed out on me early. So uh, if anybody wants to Party Like a Monster Millionaire, give us a call. And uh, the first person to call in, I'll pick and take out there tonight. I'll be out there in an hour at Mako's where there's a bunch of drink specials, and uh, it's going to be a fun time. And uh, half-naked girls. 407-916-1041. First caller gets to go with Drunky. It's the Hideout Mixtape Through Radio 104.1. I'm Al Hafe, and that is J-Dubs coming down the home stretch. Reminding you, we're going to go hang out at the Blue Room tonight. Or at least I am with uh, Bateman and I think maybe Hooch. And Putin. And Putin, too. For Fetish Night with our friends from FatalFetishOnline.com. Only for a little bit, though. All right, people keep asking me about uh, Putin's chick. We need to watch the 1 a.m. Springer. Um, I thought it was Golden Girls. Lumatic That's what she is. asks, does she feed him applesauce for breakfast? <laughs> and Matt Albert wants to know if uh, dinner time is 4.30. I just want you both to look back here at him. <laughs> What's wrong? Well, you know, he has to really take care of her, though. She's only got, like, five years left on that hip. Yeah. Stop. It's all right, though, because her Social Security benefits will be kicking in soon. She's 31. <laughs> you guys are so mean. Yeah, but she, he's like 20. 
Yeah, man, she's gonna be 41 when you're her age. Yeah. By the way, I think I'm growing up. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going through this whole thing now where I am genuinely bored by video games. Like I played video games for what? the first time yesterday in a very, very long time. Mo. And it just took way too long. I. I really felt as if I was wasting time. I was oh, halfway, you are. I was halfway through my game, and I'm like, I should be doing something else. No, you shouldn't. Like reading. I, I think every grown man plays video games. It's not just a kid thing. Yeah. I know uh, my dad plays it. He plays Xbox, you know? He's probably running from something. What do you mean? I don't know. Yeah, he's running from the other football players trying to tackle him on Madden. It's a very grown thing to do. Yeah, definitely. I just going back to Putin's chick for a second. Matt Albert says they're looking forward to Willard Scott announcing her name on the Today Show in a couple of weeks. Ooh, Campbell's. Schmuckers, I think it is. Schmuckers. Oh, wow. Campbell's is the only thing she can eat after eight. Stop. <laughs> but yeah, I have no interest in video games anymore. I'm genuinely disinterested in television. Nothing on television. Well, it gives you don't have cable. No, but even before, I was like, I'd watch Girlfriends or Becker uh, or Science. Well, that's why. Yeah, why don't you watch something good? Yeah. There's I'd be bored of those shows, too. I feel like it's a waste to have my TV on. Might as well watch paint dry. What else do you do at night other than watch TV? There's nothing else to do. I don't know, listen to music, right? Write <laughs> what? I don't know. Just poetry? <laughs> no, just write stuff down. Hey, what? It was a starry night. Mathematical theories? <laughs> I wish, maybe. Uh, yeah, why don't you go home and write some of that stuff? I want to see it tomorrow. It's your homework. No. I want to see some mathematical theories. Yeah, I'm going to bring that in for you guys. I'm not an idiot like Chunks who <laughs> we've suckered in that don't bring it in his diaries. <laughs> you know what else I find that I have... All right, here's a prime example. I feel like I'm growing up a little bit. Sports. I've lost interest in sports. Today I was reading the paper. I read a couple of papers. The USA Today and the Orlando Sentinel. I looked at the sports page, and I'm like, what is this? This is boring to me. Sports are very grown up. That's a very grown up thing to do. I, grown ups, I think every grown up, almost every one of them loves sports. Have you thought about that for a second? Like how big sports are, but really how stupid it is? Oh, yeah, it's very stupid. It's uh, rea it's uh, like reality TV. Basically, that's what it is. It's a waste of time, man. Like even my Dallas Mavericks. I don't go to the websites and the message boards anymore. They aren't yours anymore. You forfeit them. Give them to someone else. Chunks, now they're your Dallas Mavericks. Now, come on, give at least give them to a winner. <laughs> Why? They haven't. Oh. Yeah, the Knicks have been so great. Please. <laughs> Wait, this is our year. What do you mean this is your year? Damn Skippy. What did you guys do to make it your year? Mm. Yeah, you guys look we got like... got new seats in MSG. <laughs> I'm just wondering if these are signs of growing up or maybe... I don't know what it is, man. I'm just not into that stuff anymore. What are you into? Nothing. Diet pills, crystal meth. That kind of stuff. I'm I'm interested in this writing thing. What would you write? I mean, seriously. Um. Would you start writing maybe a journal? Yeah, I think I have. I mean, I know you're starting to blog again. 
Yeah, but that's just like my meal. That's just my meal plan. But would you start doing that more? There are a lot. You know what it is? I'm really just getting back into reading. Because I'm reading the newspapers. I just find that I want to kind of be a little bit more informed. I think I'm going to pick up a book. I got a ton of books that I bought I never read. Well, you don't need to buy one then. You can just pick up one of them you have at home then. Yeah, I got to go through storage and find them. But like a couple serial killer books I think would be a blast to read. But you don't go through that where you just you just kind of look around and be like, you know what, I'm wasting my time, TV, video games. You know what I do then? Huh. I go buy a new game. Because I figure I, I'm not bored of video games. I'm just bored with the ones I have. Don't you ever want to just be a man, though? I think that is manly. I, every man I know plays video games and watches sports. Yeah, man. I think it's very manly. You didn't feel manly when you were uh, at the on the couch with like your, uh, your your workout clothes on, <laughs> playing um, NCAA. Honestly, you didn't feel like you're in your element, like you're accomplishing something. I felt like a Neanderthal who's wasting time. No. You're looking at it wrong. Look at you. You are a Neanderthal who's a waste of time. Mm-hmm. You're winding down. I'm going to start winding down with a book. Hey, I think either Putin's Harry Potter. In... I already know what happens. You want me to tell you? 606. Page 606. Putin's either gone insane or he's like a genius or something. He, yeah, he showed me that crap, too. What happened? Math is a lie. And now he's proving how math is incorrect. E equals MC squared? No. Or does it? Three, three over three does not equal one. And then there's a bunch of other scribbling stuff. That how I, does that not equal one? I don't know. I don't quite understand it. All right, Putin, I hate to do a goddamn algebra lesson, Please but I, I am kind that. of interested how three over three doesn't equal one. Because right. that's supposed to be three divided by three, which whatever a number divided by itself is, is one, right? Yeah, so two-thirds is... Point six 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 or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So. Two thirds is point six repeating. One third is point three repeating. Now, if you multiply one third times three, you're supposed to get one, right? No. Yes. That's just the closest you can get because it's a. Uh... It's a repeating number. It's not actually that integer. <laughs> it's not a whole number. Hey, no, so when you multiply mouth. one third by three, <laughs> you're supposed to get one, but you don't. You get point nine 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 nine. Of course forever. you do. No, you don't. Of course, of course, you get point nine 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 forever. But the thing is that you can't get it down to that small on any kind of uh, calculator you have. Yeah, but that number, no matter how close so it gets to being one, is right. not one. All right, John Nash, what are you trying to prove? Math is a lie. There's fundamental flaws in math. Everything that I, I want you to stop sticking paper all over the walls back there. Hey, it's true. Whatever, beautiful retard. <laughs> You have a beautiful, retarded mind. So what are we supposed to do then? We've been lied to our whole lives about math? I guess I can't tip you for that Chinese food you brought over. Yeah, I don't have the mathematical uh, equation to do it. I would divide 15% into the uh, bill, but apparently that's wrong. So what do you do I usually tip one-third. Now I can't do it anymore because I can't count that small change. Hmm. What are we supposed to do, Putin, since math is a lie? And by the way, uh, that doesn't make any sense because .99999 whatever, that's still, it's still math. Math, yeah, but it's not one, which is what it's supposed to be. All right, but is three divided by three one? It's yes. supposed to be. It is. But if one-third times three... If one-third is equal to .3 repeating and you multiply that times three... It's Why are point- you the biggest douche dork ever? 
Seriously, it's interesting. Our entire world is based around all these numbers you see every day. And yet somehow, in the basic fundamentals of, of math, it's, it's freaking crap. Everything is crap. All the professors you ever had, they're all lying to you. All math is, is a giant freaking lie. How come we don't get like this when mommy's uh, how, nagging you? <laughs> how is it a lie, though? I don't see how it's a lie. I mean, I can see how it, if you, you can't get down to that small of uh, fractions... The problem is not in the fractions. The problem is in the numbers themselves. In the conversion, yeah. It's not the conversion. So what do we do then, Ash? Yes, it is. One third. What do we Point do? Three, 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 repeating, whatever. Putin, Nash, what do we do? I don't know. <laughs> we, screw it. Who cares? <laughs> no, 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 no. All you want to do is talk about them. You want to do anything to fix them. You fix it. You find a solution that works. There have been a number of mathematicians that have proposed okay. that kind of stuff. Uh, okay, I have a cake. I bet you guys think there can only be two points that make a line. Hold on. I have a cake. I yes. cut it into thirds. It, it, since once I cut it, it doesn't become a cake again if I put it back together. Nah, see, in real life, it works. If you use actual things like that, it works. But when you start screwing around with all the mumbo jumbo on paper and calculators, it doesn't work. The whole system is flawed. Those stupid mathematicians and do got their doctorates. They just need to go back to school. You know what you need to watch? I got a good movie for you. Donald and Math Magic Land. It'll teach you everything you need to know. I, that taught me how to play pool, too. Yeah. Yeah, I like Billiards, not pool. Billiards. Oh. What's the difference? <laughs> I got to... Oh, that all of a sudden you don't know. I got to... Here's an equation I'd like to see. You plus Bateman throwing you out the window equals all of us happy with you on the uh, compound uh, floor outside. That's my favorite equation of all time. You, uh, the hideout minus you equals a good show. Crazy eyes minus you. Equals crazy eyes. <laughs> Just equals crazy eyes. That's crazy. That says I'm a zero. Yeah. Yeah, that, that got about right there. <laughs> that one we do know. It's the hideout row radio 104.1. Welcome back to the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1's Mixtapes. Tommy Bateman here with you. Yes, this is uh, Land of Confusion, redone by Disturb. And uh, Putin's in the Land of Confusion. He's put everyone else there with his math is a lie um, hypothesis, I guess. So now we're going to continue on with him trying to explain his way out of this one. So the Hideout, Mixtapes, Real Radio 104.1. I got this email at alhafayatwtks.com regarding Putin. It just says, damn white people. Yeah, Putin's just back there yelling that math is a lie. And that proves to you why the, the terrorists hate us. Because that's the only thing we have to worry about, if math is a lie or not. Right. Some people we don't have to the, worry about not eating. Yeah, some people in the world are worried about eating tonight. Putin's worried about... Mm, so am I. Three over three not being one. It is one. All right, people actually want to talk about this. I can't believe it. People want to talk math in the hideout. I will indulge you, douchebag. <laughs> Matthew, you're in the hideout of Real Radio. What's up, Matthew? Hey, I want to just uh, teach him something about math. All right, real fast. All right. The only reason 3 over 3 doesn't work in a sense is because 10 is not divisible by 3 in a full way. It doesn't go in even. If you change the base system from a 10 to a base 9 or a base 12 system, it will divide evenly, and it will work perfectly. The reason we... I don't know. Ask, don't ask me why we use a base 10 system. We can use a base 16, a base 12, whatever, but that's why it doesn't work. It works... But it doesn't work in the base 10 system. All right, well, thank so, you. Now, I would think... So, so what you do is just convert that 3 over 3 to 
one over one or ten over ten or five over five. I would, th- I would think a base twelve would be better because then you have you could do the three thing, you could do the two, two. thing, you could do the four, all of it. I like that, Matthew. Not Thank five. you. Screw five. I hate five as a number. Why? It's the worst number on earth. Why? It's a very well shaped number. It looks like an S. That's my problem with it. I always get confused. Yeah. Whenever you're trying to read like your VIN number on your car or something, trying to put that in. You always write S, and you have to go back and completely change it. Dean, you're in the hideout on World Radio. What's up, Dean? Hey, how's it going, guys? All right, buddy. Great show, great show. I love it. Thank you. Hey, uh, as much as P.W. Uh, as uh, Putin is, I'd like to just re- recommend a movie for him to watch. Maybe <laughs> he can geek out on it. It's called Pi, and it's about this guy that yeah, uh, proves the theory of Pi, and it uh, goes back to like Jew- Jewish numerology. It's like Memento meets mathematics, so uh, maybe he... He can get go home and uh, rent that, and uh, Crazy Eyes will let him watch it. <laughs> hey, uh, Putin. Yes, sir. How much of Pi do you know? Uh, 3.14159226. Stop, you just lied. Dork, dork, dork. Thank you, uh, Dean. <laughs> Mo. How much of uh, Crazy Eyes Pi are you going to get tonight? None. Hmm. Why is the crust all. Brown? Okay, stop. <laughs> just stop. <laughs> Brown and dried out. Okay, I heard you already. Jesus. Why would you do the Tiger Woods pump? <laughs> Eric, you're in the hideout on World Radio. I want to t- math talk in the hideout. Go ahead, yeah, Eric. Math talk in the hideout now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Putin's an idiot because if he opens his eyes, he ever knows that uh, anything important is never done in fractions. They always use decimals because of that reason. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. why are you all caught 0. up? 0.125 isn't 1 over 8. I mean, you never see NASA using remainders. If you're... But symbol. <laughs> remainders. I haven't, I haven't thought about remainders in, I don't know, when was the last time? Like, when was the last time you had to carry a number? Like 20. Like when I was 20 and I was in statistics class. All right, Cosmator says Matt Albert knows all about pie. Apple. P-I-E, apple, cherry, pumpkin. Banana cream. You know what? If we get him down here, because he 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 wants Chocolate a uh, truffle. He wants a job down here, trying to get him a job somewhere. He's gonna be. If you get Blueberry. down here in time for um, for Halloween, you're gonna be a pumpkin for uh, Halloween, Matt Albert. Just a big pumpkin, and we'll carve you. Maryland apple. All right, man. I haven't had pie in a while. Yeah. An apple pie sounds good right now. Cherry. Cherry pie. Oh, always no. the best. Apple pie is the best. Apple. With some good brown sugar and cinnamon and everything on it. Oh. Maybe we have somebody bring us a pie on the Friday Night Open Door Policy. Who wants no, to they'll us? never bring anything. Hey, what happened to that? A Friday Night Open Door Policy used to be a potluck. When now you people invite just... people over, after a while, you expect them to kind of like help out and bring food over. And not yeah. just hang out at your house and, and put your feet up. And not the bitch, but we always used to get like presents and stuff when we were in D.C. <laughs> Nobody brings us presents. People used to bring us DVDs and liquor. Cigarettes. Parliament lights. You guys just come and mm-hmm. use us and hang out, which I guess is fine, too, but yeah. the occasional present would be very nice. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, wow, you're great. Beaner, you're in the hideout on already. I'm glad we didn't have to ask, either. Hey, guys, you're getting me hungry over here on the phone. Oh, <laughs> no, man. All right, I got a question. Now, I was good with math until they started putting letters in the equations, and then I just got totally lost. Mm-hmm. I'm <laughs> um, with you. I know this is going to sound kind of dumb, but this is something I always wondered. So I'm in the hideout. I can be what I want to be, right? Sure. Uh, exactly. <laughs> okay, you take a piece of paper, right? Mm-hmm. And you cut it right down the middle. Now, are you losing somewhere, a piece of matter somewhere? Because if you put it back together, in other words, is it going to be shorter now? Because there's got to be a little strand or something that you cut away, right? No. 
No. Not, I don't it think... depends on how uh, what you cut it with. Yeah, I, I think. Can you... say with scissors. I think if you're cutting it with scissors, it's okay. I think you could literally put it back, and it would be the exact same. Well. well you're not losing a piece of matter somewhere. I mean, you're cutting it. There's there's a piece of space that when you cut, right? Is it all going to the left and all going to the right, or is there something? You I know think what I'm so. Because think about it. No, you know what? I think I think Beaner's right, dude. Wait, uh, do you, do you destroy something or do you lose it to somewhere else? I think uh, you destroy it. I, I you, you can't just, destroy I think it. You destroy it. I mean, I'm not brainiac here, but I'm just thinking. I'm like, what, you know, driving home, and I'm like, well. If I hmm. cut this paper where I cut, I'm totally destroying that area, or am I splitting it? There's I'm a, splitting I, it. I there, think it's so minute, you just can't see it. Yeah, so. I think there's a little piece that you're destroying. Man, this is high top. Wait, wait, wait. You know what? That's you're destroying it so it becomes paper. nothing? Yes. No. It literally becomes energy. No. Exactly. Yeah, I think so. It's thank, scientific. Thank you, Beaner. That's, that's insane. You guys are talking kooky. No, it turns into energy, man. What energy? The, ener you... the energy that uh, brings life. It goes round and round. The sweet temple? It eventually Rat? becomes dust. Round yeah. and round. What comes around goes, goes around. around. I'll tell you why. Ah. Did you know Milton Berle was in that um, video? No, I didn't. Mo. Thank you mo, for mo, that mo, really mo, gay mo. nugget. <laughs> Stop over there, you retard. I know. The sound effects have gone downhill since, oh, I don't know, last Friday. <laughs> when we switched. What is that? That doesn't even make Okay. Dallas is number 16 or 17, by the way. I know you were looking for that. Maybe one more. All over. right, Matt Albert said he was thinking about being a Klansman for Halloween. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> I get it because he's black. Ha! I'd rather he be a pumpkin. Maybe he should cut himself with scissors. Make him... Turns him into some energy. He should go with somebody who has a job. Why are you hating him? I, you know what? I'm going to take a break. We'll take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Hi again. It's J-Dubs from the Hideout. I've been warning you of ear rape going on in Orlando. There's another problem. Radio AIDS. Let's hear from a young woman who caught a case of the radio AIDS. I caught a bad case of the radio AIDS last night when channel surfing. <laughs> I heard a hack music show say a joke, and it was so bad that it gave me lesions. I kept losing weight and teeth until I heard The Hideout, the only cure for radio AIDS. Now I feel good about listening to the radio. Thanks, Hideout. Radio AIDS, don't let it happen to you. Brought to you by Radio's Chicken Broth and a Comfy Robe, The Hideout, weeknights from 7 to 11 on Real Radio 104.1. The Hideout Real Radio 104.1 Mixtapes. Tommy Bateman here with you. Everyone knows that Clay Aiken is Dub's absolute favorite artist of all time. He loves him, has all of his uh, CDs, and uh, ever watches all the talk shows he's on. And there was a while ago where Clay Aiken set up a charity, but there are rumors that much of his money didn't find its way to charity. So we ponder, where did Clay Aiken's charity money go? Hideout Mixtapes Real Radio 104.1. I got an email here, Dubs. Um, Someone finally wrote you? I know you've been waiting for like three months. Yeah, I don't ever get any emails, man. I'll have faith at WTKS.com. I'll give mine out, but I know I'm flooded with them. J-Dubs, J-D-U-B-S at WTKS.com. Really? People email you? Oh, yeah. What do they say? Love you, hey, Hefe, you know? What? I don't want to send those to you because... Come on, really? Yeah, I mean... You whine too much, they say. What? That exactly. Yeah. You know? I don't want to send those to you. I don't want to, you know. No, no, I sent that to your personal Yahoo email. Oh, okay. You sent it? I sent one of them. What? 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 Who sent the other one? Yeah. 
So what? You you th you two or three send emails to each other back and forth hating me, calling me whiny. I don't hear. A lot of times I just forward it from my uh, WTKS account. Yeah. Okay, then... wait a second. You're emailing yourself about how whiny I am and then forwarding it to Dubs. No, sometimes this kid Pedro does it, and I just forward. He's it funny as hell. Tommy forwards it to me, and I just put the quotations in it and then forward it over to Dubs. Yeah. Actually, it's on my signature. At the bottom. Everyone I send out, love uh, love dubs, Hepe's too whiny. That's uncalled for. As long as you don't send it over to Catherine, I'm fine. Ooh. Damn it. Actually, she sent me that one a few times, too. What? Yeah. Her and Dan. I got one that's like, the lineup rocks. Dubs is great, except for that other guy. The rest of the station is I love excellent. the dubs show. Yeah. Treehouse what? The dubs Johnson show is what, what that's mm -hmm. when I book guests. WJ. Yeah, I'm uh, wondering if you'd like to be on the Dubs Johnson show. It's uh, weeknights from 7 to 11. We'd really like you to come on and talk about uh, penises. <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. All right. <laughs> That's actually a pretty good impression. Anyway, the guy just, he said something nice about us. Basically, like what the other caller was saying, you guys are so stupid and silly. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Even when you're talking about terrorism, we can't take you seriously. Thank you. <laughs> Hey, we that, aim for that. Yeah, honest, honestly, we do. We're here to be a distraction. Hey, let's be distracted. Come here, come look at the pretty colors. Clay Aiken's in trouble. Now we're going to tell you why next. And that, the reason it's important, to be honest with you, the reason we're bringing it up, J-Dubs is a Claymate. Yes, I am. I love Clay Aiken. I'm a Claymate. I have been since day one. You know, me and the other 35-year-old women. Mo. Stand around watching Clay, wishing... We could be with them. Wishing that red hair was in your lap. Doesn't he look like a thinner Derone? <laughs> Where's Douche Chill? Where's our buddy Douche Chill Derone? Right, I basically was like one of the girls. Wow. Maybe that's where he is. He's on tour. When the world wasn't upside down. I could take all the time I had But I'm not gonna wait when a moment can vanish Mo. so fast Mo, 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 Cause every kiss is a kiss you can never I can't believe I know some of these lyrics Shattered some glass. <laughs> you're such a, you're such a, such a, uh, two dudes their first time song. Ah. <laughs> Turn it up real quick. <laughs> Come here, bro. Hey, dude. Are those new jeans? I'm a sexy looking dude. Yeah, the Wranglers. Pretty tight, man. Smoke a bone. Just around the crotch. Those are form fitting. Kiss me. This doesn't make us gay, does it? Not at all, dude. Oh, this man meat in front of me is looking pretty good. We'll go shoot some guns later. Tickle now. Shoot later. 
Hop on mine, brother. That's so hot. It's kind of like a finger. It doesn't really matter. All right. Welcome back. <laughs> Who would you, let me ask you this. Who would you rather do a duet with, Clay Aiken or Avril Lavigne? Oh, Clay. Clay I, all day. Are you sure? All I have to say is... Uh-oh. Is this bad aliens? <laughs> Yeah, or Phil. Would you, would you rather do, a, do it with Phil? She was a girl. Can't make it any more obvious. Rock. Rock. <laughs> what more can I say? All right. <laughs> She's such a poser. What? Whatever a poser is. She, that is it. She is it. I think that's a bad name for Canadians. I guess. He was a skater boy, she should see you later boy. He wasn't good enough for her. Jefferina, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What's going on, Jefferina? I've been Puppy. I heard you guys going to open your back door for me. Who's first puppy? Okay, no, we meant the actual open door, open door policy for the hideout here in about an hour. Uh, Clay Aiken, though, is in trouble, J.W. Is he? You're a claymate. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a card-carrying member. He co-founded a foundation to benefit children with disabilities. And but, he does a great job with it. But documents filed with the IRS revealed that more than $1 million that the group uh, raised last year, less than a third of it was actually handed out in grants. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was it's a startup kind of thing where he's trying to make money. You know, he's trying to not make money himself, but make money for the charity. So he couldn't give it all out in grants the first year, but it's just going to grow into something bigger. Okay, where did the rest of the money go? Into money-making ventures for the charity. What's this about Playgirl magazine subscriptions? Well, there's a lot of good stock tips in there. He got a subscription to there so he could look through there and find out, you know. He's not looking at the pictures. He's not dirty like that. There's a lot of just good tips, money-making tips. Well, why does it say lube? A man needs to be greasy. For a foundation? Yes. When he goes out on stage, he has to look a little oily and everything, and then he gives some of that money from what he spent at the lube to the charity. Did you mean the Louvre, like in France? No, the Louvre. That's what he calls his mansion. Maddox, here in the hideout on World Radio. Dude, what's going on, brothers? What's up, Maddox? Hey, I was out shooting some guns earlier, dude. I, I dropped a uh, couple of rounds today with some dudes. Oh, all right. That sounds like fun. We were actually playing some Clay Aiken, dude. He's a great talent, dude. I didn't you know, realize you and me had so much common, J-Dubs, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. Me and Clay Aiken. I love him. Listen, J-Dude, I'm not a claymate, though, dude. You aren't? No. I'm a clay meat, dude. <laughs> what? You're a clay meat? Yeah, dude. Look at these guns, brother. Where 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 do you do where do you put the clay me? What do you what I don't even understand. Dude, he's always calling me, dude, and talking about my clay meat and he wants some A M A Alright. And whatever goes out to you and clay is your own business. Alright, so he's in trouble because less than a third of the money handed out with the grants. Hey, Chunks told me there's like a rumor that maybe it was gerbils brought at, bought at local pet stores. Those were gifts for the children. 
Those were small animal gifts for the children. He loves animals. He owns a lot of gerbils himself, and he bought some more for the children. Right, what's with the stock and knee pads? Again, money-making. He, he has a vision. Clay can has a vision that a lot of money will be made in knee pads because he owns about 20 pair. Are you sure? This is what happens on my uh, when I get my uh, Clay May um, news uh, like uh, weekly. I get a little briefing. Are you sure the money wasn't maybe handed out to dudes named Grant? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure some of them were named Grant. All right, here, someone, uh, a claymate, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. Hey, guys, how are you doing tonight? What's up? What's going on? Apparently, you've got nothing better to talk about than to bust <laughs> on Clay Aiken. I mean, there are a lot of other things going on. However... There are two separate news stories going around about, you know, this little foundation yeah. and the investigation. Speak on, Claymate. Yeah, I know. Um, if you got the one from MSNBC, they failed to tell the whole story. CNN reported the original story that was aired on WRAL in North Carolina that said 85% of the money raised did go towards charitable obligations. I'm sorry, we can't hear you. What, 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 I'm sorry. Well, I don't know what happened. Can, I know. We had a I glitch. Know. Go ahead. Go, go. But so what? So it, it, the money did get handed out, right? Eighty-five percent went to charitable donations. Uh, what? Hello? Can't you play anything? Maybe. I I don't know what happened. The music cut her off. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've been having a lot of problems with this booth. Lately. All right, I'm not reading the rest of these. This is really mean. Why? <laughs> it's just awful. A kid didn't do anything to you. I, I, he gave me some great music. That's why I'm a claymate. All right, for other places, the money could have gone. Down a man's G-string? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> What's that? To a handyman to drill holes in the side of his personal bathroom. <laughs> Who writes this stuff? I don't know. They should be fired, though. <laughs> All right, and I can't even begin to read that. Which one? Uh, no, it's not even one that you wrote. It's one that somebody wrote on Real Radio dot uh, Real Radio Hideout. I, I I can see the last one on here though. What? No, uh no. Uh, you can't even say that. You can't even say that. Four oh seven nine one six one oh four one triple eight nine seven eight one oh four one it's star one oh four one. Uh look here's the deal. I have no problem with Aiken and I wish him the best. I hope I hope that he's uh actually given the money to the children with disabilities. And uh, that it's not going to T-shirts for a personal party that read uh, Aiken for Gaken. <laughs> <laughs> Is this Clay Aiken here in the hideout? What's going on, Clay? I'm actually a big fan of the show. I, I like chunks. I'm, I'm down with the gay sex. All right. I don't think that was actually Clay Aiken. Mm, I don't know. Stop. I think uh, I think my friend Jeff Reen would be a little pissed at you, Clay. Shut up. Why do you egg Jeffrey on when you st still refuse to be with her or it? 
I want Jeff Reena to come bit. up here so that you guys can make out. No, I want that claymate right. to call back and tell me when the countdown for Clay Day is. We'll take a break and we'll come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio. Presents a roadmap to dysfunction with Chunks and the Fat Man Diaries. I got big boobs. You don't even try to fade it anymore. It's just train wreck. Uh, it's funnier than the diaries. This week's disgusting. Is it? That's right. little you've told me about it. Yeah. December 16th, 2001. Isn't that your birthday? Yes, it is. I can't wow. believe I remember that. Yeah. It's my birthday. Well, sort of. Actually, it's midnight. And I discovered a magical place called Bungalow Billards. <laughs> yes. Bungalow Billards is right across the street from the restaurant where I work. It was a pretty interesting night tonight for my first real big night of drinking. I got in at the stroke of midnight... And I had one goal. I was going to get laid. Mm. I talked to a bunch of hot bitches. Mind you, I was drunk when I wrote this. Chuck Jock. Yeah. Are you drunk now reading it? No. It's just it's very just hard. To re- it's very hard to read because it's very sloppy. And speed it up. So are you. I Ass. got into the... <laughs> Not only was I going to get ass... But I was going to bend it over the pool table, chuck jock, and make a sugar-free Sunday on top of it, <laughs> and eat jock. the cherry on top, chuck jock. I started off with about six or seven shots and became quite drunk. I think I may have been a little belligerent. I approached the first girl I saw. Hey, baby, I just turned twenty-one. Want to blow out my birthday candle? <laughs> Chuck Jock. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you want a drink, baby? Absolutely, she said. That was actually kind of funny. In fact, no. she said, since it's your birthday, I'll buy the drink. Yeah, I say, lay it out. I'm a transaction. I'm Italian. <laughs> I can handle it. Plus, I got the big ding dong, B. <laughs> what? That's Chuck Jock. That's how it's written in the diary, dude. Oh I don't know. Oh, my God. She ordered two shooters. Little that I know, she had told the bartender to make mine straight hot sauce. I immediately ran into the restroom, stuck my head in the toilet, and threw up. I went back outside. The chick who had sabotaged my drink, had left. So I decided to take another shot. I actually ended up ordering a $9 drink that came in a big goblet. I put the goblet right up to my mouth and took a sip. This drink also tasted a little funny, as if it were, like, dirt. Nonetheless, I finished the drink anyway, even though it tasted horrible. I then went into the bathroom, looked in the mirror, and realized why my drink had tasted so badly. 
There was number two on my face <laughs> from when I had put my head in the toilet. This time, I threw up outside. Oh, my God! Yeah. <laughs> and you're done. Yeah, pretty much. Never tell that story again. <laughs> That's so disgusting. Uh, yeah, that was bad. That's my favorite of all time. That was pretty bad, Wood. How far was your head down in the toilet? <laughs> uh, I mean, it wasn't necessarily down, but I, I put it around the rim, and I guess oh. the rim probably, like, had oh. something on it. But you know when you're drunk, you don't pay attention to stuff like that. It's all just colors and shape. Enough with the song! Oh, that is so awful. Yeah, that was no good. That was bad times. I didn't know you were part of that fetish. All you could taste was that moment? The movement. <laughs> All you could taste was the movement. Oh, you are so disgusting. And it's not that I was disgusting, I was drunk. I think you should get a special pass when you're drunk. And so, hold on a second. I don't care how drunk I've been, I've never ended up with number two anywhere on me. Not even my hands. Now, here's what's odd. Mm -hmm. You discovered that place. Yeah. Until we left. The night we left. You were went back to that place. Oh, yeah. I would have never returned having gone and had a drink with poo all over my face. I'm not really sure if anyone else noticed it. Oh, of course every, they noticed. Someone noticed that the you had... The smell! Oh. This is a pretty smelly place, anyway. I got a, I got a lot more uh, bungalow stories in the show. I'm sure you show. do. The bung number two, I don't know where these stories are going, but I don't like it. Including a few with a couple people named El Jefe and J-Dubs. Why? Why would oh. we be a part of any Oh, because. I want to be a part of your disgusting world. No, these, if I remember, if I know what he's talking about, they're actually pretty funny. Remember certain phone calls we made him do on the air? Mm. To women he met there? How would we just play the segments? I think we did, actually. Wild Chunks. Once again, you've proven that you're the biggest failure in the world. Yeah. You're bung boy. We'll take a break. We'll come back. I'm a nice man. Ah, yeah. It's Real Radio no. 104.1. It's the Hideout Mixtapes on Real Radio 104.1. I'm Tommy Bateman. And I'm hesitant to play this next segment. It's so over-the-top crazy. Uh, it involves... Porno Dan, The Hideout, and someone from the website, wifebreeders.com, if you're over 18, please. And I think the best intro is just to play the segment. It's The Hideout Mixtape, Real Radio 104.1. Porno Dan, you're back in The Hideout. Back in The Hideout tonight, because I, I was actually going to bring my, this is our friend Holly, it's uh, from wifebreeders.com. Wife breeders? Wife breeders. Well, what does that mean, Holly? Let her, she elaborate. Yeah, th elaborate, Holly. Get right on top of that mic. As it's a group of girls who like to be bred by big black bulls. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, you think you've heard it all? Wait, wait. <laughs> real bulls? No, obviously oh. not. <laughs> Two-legged black oh, bulls. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Wow. Now I'm detecting a little bit of an uh, accent there. Where are you from, sweetie? I am from Kentucky. All right. You flew in today from Louisville. Now, are there many are you, black you, bulls around you, where are you're you, from? Uh, are you attracted to Kate at all, knowing that she's from Kentucky and she has that accent? Oh, 
that accent. Yeah? Um, so you, um... All right, now this is a whole, like... Uh, it's got to be like this whole forbidden plantation, like, set yeah. thing, isn't Especially it? Especially in Kentucky. Oh, yeah. look how big her husband That's her husband, Tank. Yeah, we see Tank back yeah. there. <laughs> all right. it, he looked Aptly like Corey Schlesinger. Yeah, aptly named. Uh, yeah. All right, now, um, all right, so you're you're married. Now, do you participate in this? Uh, I mean, you're you're one of the stars of WifeBreeders.com? Okay. Yeah, she shot tonight in my house. Mm-hmm. With ten, ten brothers? Uh, I think there were... I think you were nine. Were there nine? Mm-hmm. Nine. I'm sorry, nine. All right, so you were with, earlier in the day today. About two hours ago. Yeah, not very long ago. You were with nine nine black guys, which is correct. Wow. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was good for me. I, I'm sure, Okay, now I'm on the website. Please only go for 21 years old yeah. or, or older. And um, now what is it with this fetish where it's the, because, um, Dan, this is like, the third time you've brought in a chick with the same kind of fetish where she, I don't know how I attract them. She's a little a little white girl and she likes um she, look how tiny she is. You uh, yeah, what tiny, tiny What are your measurements by the way? What are, what are you? What like um I'm a 34 34 32, 34. All right, and you're what like 55? Five, five? Yes. And you're blonde. You got the blue eyes. Um who would you say she looks like that's famous, J Dubs? Cuz you got a bit of a look. Do people ever tell you you look like anybody famous? Tori Spelling. No, I don't, oh, I don't have the chest for Tori Spelling. <laughs> no, you don't have the chest for Tori Spelling. She's cuter than Tori Spelling. Tori Spelling's a little manly. Um, now, what is a... So, you were growing I up... I think it's just the kind of the braces that yeah. kind of bring that out. Oh, the braces. You have braces? I can't even see that. You have braces, let me see. All right, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's kind of cool. that's kind of hot. Yeah. <laughs> Kentucky with the braces. Get out of here with that. Wow. Now, um, had you ever been... Now, your husband, Tank, over there, he's white. Yes. So, all right, let's talk to Tank for a second. I, I just, I'm always fascinated, because goddamn, Dan, you'll never bring in a single porn star. They're all married. Are all the porn stars married but you, porno Dan? Yeah, I think I'm the only single dude in porn. Wow. All right. I really do. All right, Tank, are you from Kentucky as well? I am, that, yes. Okay, so you got to tell me, what is this like for you, and be as clean as possible, to watch your little hot... You know, white wife get railed by a bunch of brothers. I mean, what does that do for you? Uh, well, I take it back a second to our to our wedding night. Uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, on on our wedding night, she uh, she broke me on her on her idea of of this uh, this this love for black guys and told me that I was stuck with it. Oh, and so you didn't know about this before? I had you no got... knowledge before I was married, and basically, uh, we were consummating, if you want to call it that. And yeah. she she was she was like I you know oh, I know we just that's a hell of a bomb to drop on the honeymoon. <laughs> hey, but at least I waited till we were married. And no, I don't. I uh, uh, should, at least. I'm look at you. I'm like, I got the same look. I'm, it's the first I've heard of this too. Okay, so you broke it to him on the wedding night that you really like you really like the brothers for sex. Now, when did you first have that beautiful interracial love? How old were you? I was probably 17 years old. Now, had it, had it exclusively been? Um... No, I had dated some white guys. All right, but is it true that you know black guys are better, or is it just do you like do you like the contrast in the skin? I mean, what is it about? Oh, it's inter- definitely hot to look and there be oh. a black guy. All right, well we can't say that. But uh, I understand. You said you do like the contrast of yeah. of of um. Wow. Contrasting the skin tones looks very good filming wise. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. 
I mean, I know. I watch that all From the time. From a videographer's standpoint. That's all I, yeah, that's how I know. Yeah. Jay the Dirty Cop, you're in the hideout. Hey, what's up, fellas? What's you up, know? bro? Man, this is wow. <laughs> wow. You uh, Are you willing to volunteer? I got to think about that. You can wear a mask. Really? That's true. Yeah, That's the guys true. tonight, some of the guys tonight, we won't say what they do, but they might have something similar with my friend Jay. And, uh. Really? They wear masks. So, um. I have a lot of family in law enforcement. Yeah, I hear you. Half <laughs> and Dubs, we're here with PornoDan, PornoDan.com, and, um, Holly from WifeBreeders.com just got found out, or just found out, that she told her husband, Tank, who was a huge guy, that on their wedding night, that I dig black guys, so just that you know, now, what do you do at this point, Tank, when she says that I'm, I really like the interracial love? I mean, do you, are you able to continue on with the session on your, on your wedding night? Or, I mean, do you say yes? Have you been into this before where you watch? Well, we were, we were close to the end, if you can follow me. I gotcha. And, uh,. Did you pretend like you were black? Well, she was trying. She was trying to push that envelope. It's it's it's. it's uh, I'm not as I'm not as uh, well gifted as as the majority of the brotherhood. Right. Uh, but I am. anyway, she told me to go ahead and work as work as hard as I could to get there. Team Salsa. Uh huh. Uh, but I was about two seconds from her stopping because she wasn't being satisfied at the moment. But she was playing a joke on me. But she was telling me that. Uh, she was going to have to go find a black guy to make the wedding night perfect. Wow. Whoa. Whoa. Get out of here. Now, how do you... How do you the bombshell. How do you not do a crossbar or something? Or, uh, I mean, seriously, it's the wedding night. Uh, well... See what you have to say. And did that make you just like, all right, well, I'm giving it to you then, honey. Is that what ends up happening? Well, it, it, it's my understanding uh, that from that point on, I've kind of lost all sense of reality, and she's kind of run the show from here on out. <laughs> I mean, she's hot, but I mean, you know, I mean, that doesn't... I have found and I have found over the years that, that, that there's thousands of people just like me and none of them talk about it but maybe shows like this or here can bring it to the height because I know a lot of people like porno Dan uh, well that's what we're doing we're creating a uh, um, a club if I guess <laughs> uh, some type uh, of union of brotherhood of we don't know what. Hey, if you too were told on your wedding night that right. you're a little hot white wife Cute only blonde wife guys, likes Call us. <laughs> yeah. But, but, I do know, but I do know that on our first anniversary, uh, we, we had planned dinner, and she skipped the dinner and was late for dinner because she had had a session. Okay. Now, oh, wow. was this for filming, or was this just for no, fun? No, this, this was all pre-film stuff. This is, so this is just something you're doing. Now, you, now, all right, are you allowed to go out and do anything? or? No, I have to, I have to keep my butt at home. Okay. Why is that? I'm all right. You know what? I'm I'm beginning to lose it a little bit. <laughs> you now you, you got. Why is that? Why can't he uh, stray if you can? You're not gonna let him taste some of that uh, sweet chocolate. And I'm women. Yeah. I don't share him. He has to share me, and that's it. Why? Those are the rules. Hey, why? you're not a bad-looking guy, dude. You can be big. He can, yeah, you can, he can clean house in his room. No offense, Holly of you know wifebreeders.com. But God damn, you gotta, you gotta let him have some fun too. Well, he's gonna end up cutting you up and putting you in a dumpster. <laughs> I, I have found that, 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 that an awful lot of white guys have told me that uh, women do kegels, right? Do you know? Yeah, I know. That's good enough. And, I understand. Uh, and every once in a while, when when they've been doing their kegels right, mm -hmm. they can command a lot of things when they want to. 
All right, I got it. That's as far as we need to go. All right, so, wow, I'm in shock, J-Dubs. That is the first time I've heard this story myself. So I, 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 now, you, I'm like you. Do you stray with other than, and by the way, mad props to you, Holly, for being able to have this guy wrapped around your finger like that and <laughs> being able to go out and do whatever the hell you want to do. I mean, good for you. I'm a feminist. Right on. Um, but what do you, uh, do you stray with other, like, Latino or... You do any of that? Uh, I normally stick to black guys, but I do occasionally I'll hook up with a white guy that I've picked up in a bar or something. Wow! All right, I'm I'm blown away. Yeah, completely. I don't. I just, I just there, there's no balance. You just call and say you're going to be home late. Mm-hmm. Man, Tan, you're in the hideout. I am absolutely stupefied by what I'm hearing on this here radio. <laughs> Can you show up? You want to get here? Are you working? Yeah, I'm working, man. I'm always working. Come on, Mantan is a, uh, he looks like Wayne Brady. No, I don't look like Wayne Brady. <laughs> Wayne Brady with the little goatee. Now, would you be willing to take hey, some of that? Hey, come on up here. Mantan, it's an God. open invitation. I don't know. Can I bring some for Tank? I'll bring his sister down there for Tank. I got two red bones sitting here with me. Yeah, just bring him some steak. He'll just sit there and eat while you're, <laughs> you know, banging oh his my. wife. Oh, my God. Manton, I know you do this, too. That's what's Okay, I'll see you in 15 minutes. <laughs> he will. Trust he will. me, he will. He looks like Wayne Brady. We'll get we to Wayne get Brady. Manton and Sleep and Eat up here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the noise he makes when he's finished. <laughs> so, take your clothes off. Can you take your clothes off for us? Sure. All right. I want to see what the brothers are getting. She's got a little tiny thing, isn't she? Hey, little body. Yeah. Look how petite she is. She's, yeah. I mean, it's like 22 waist. Yeah, 22 inch waist. A little tiny, tiny girl. You, oh, man. Look at Tank. Tank goes for the camera. Tank goes for the camera. The husband goes for the Sit. camera immediately. Tank. Now, were you, um... God, I can't even... I'm not even going to say it. Are you sore? I feel used. <laughs> That's the greatest feeling ever. <laughs> yeah, guess what? So does Tank. And that was on the wedding night. But he's supposed to feel that way, just like I'm supposed to feel that way now. You know what's funny? I will I swear to Christ, I've never said this to a woman before. I want to hurt you. <laughs> I want to hurt you for Tank. Those could be the magic words, though. Uh, come here, let me punch you. <laughs> Give me a uh, black magic marker. I'll just... Oh, man. All right, no. There's so much going on here. Now, is Mantan really coming up here? Will you go check in the back? Because I think he just called. Go see if you can find that out. Uh, if you if you would, please, Tommy Bateman. Yes, oddball. Yes, sir. That was Mantan. He's on his way. He's bringing some brothers. <laughs> All right, it looks like you're working a double shift tonight. <laughs> And whatever happens, I don't know about. It's not going to happen on premises. I'll no. tell you that. Side on Mixtapes for Radio 104.1. Tommy Bateman here with you. We're going to continue on with Holly from WifeBreeders.com. Her husband, Tank, who's a white guy who lets his wife have sex on film with nothing but black eyes with uh, hopes of being impregnated. And in studio is Porno Dan... Of course, Hefe and Dobbs and uh, former intern Sid Kada, who's a big fat white kid. So, hi, Dot Real Radio 104.1. Porno Dan is in again uh, this week. Epic appearance so far, because here's what you've missed. We have Holly from WifeBreeders.com with her husband Tank. 
Uh, Holly's uh, five five, about one hundred five pounds. Uh, cute, you know what? Hot I'm... white woman from Kentucky. She... And I'm I'm surprised that uh, Tank doesn't have a website right now. Uh, Wifebeaters.com. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> By the way, Tank built like a tank. Yeah, he's huge. How tall are you, bro? Six three. How much do you weigh? Two sixty. You're just a big guy. You probably did a lot of working out. Did you play like some college football or something? I played college football, yes. Lineman? <laughs> what? Were you a lineman? Or? Yes, I was, yes. Jeez. So that's what we're saying. Yeah. Basically. He's a huge guy. So, um, and he's got his little, little wife, or she's tiny. But this is where the whole wife beater thing I have to lead into. Uh-huh. It's really crazy. The idea behind a wife breeder is she likes to have intercourse with guys of African-American descent um, without any birth control in the oh, hope wow. that she gets impregnated with one of them and has one of their children. All right. Yeah. I, uh, That's what no. I told you. Yeah. Just when you think you've heard it all, we change the rules of the game. All right. All right. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Talk about a twist. Yeah. I was wondering where the wife breeder came in. You know what? I'm not going to lie. I had an idea. and um, I, did, I did, too, but I was like, no, I, I can't go that far. Well, tell me, when you walk down the street, yeah. and you see a white girl pushing a stroller with a black kid in it. What do you think about her? It disgusts me. No, stop that, Sid. God damn it, Sid. You all know that she's been out doing things that she shouldn't be doing, and there's like, a... what? And, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're in Kentucky right now, hon. No. That. no. No, 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 hold no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This is Holly from wifebreeders.com saying there's not the Ida. I have no problem no. with interracial babies. I have no problem with interracial love. So you really do have the whole plantation thing going. Definitely. You want to be the bad girl, and this is the way for you to rebel. Yes. Now, will you raise this baby? Yes. You and Tank? And Yes, Tank, that is the agreement he had. I've just been told I have to take it. <laughs> I, wait, 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 wait. I feel like I'm being put on now. <laughs> yeah. No, you're not. You are not. This is true. <laughs> I swear to you, I'm not cruel. I don't make those stories up and pretend my little classmates. All right, now I'm not trying to get mean or nothing. That was a very racist thing to say. So are you are you a racist? I mean, you you like having sex with black guys, but do you in a in a way like do you hate them? No, not at all. What I was saying is that when you walk down the street and you see a white woman with a black baby. I don't think that. I don't think anything. No, you don't think that it's Sid that, does. It, that it's no. terrible. You think Kentucky, it, maybe they do, though. It's that taboo thing. You know she's a naughty girl. Why? Guys that like somebody? that. Guys like naughty girls. Oh, my God. I am blown away. Seriously, where no, the you hell ha- are we right now? <laughs> I don't know what's going on anymore. Now, okay, has this worked yet? Have uh, you been in? Because, I mean, how long have you been doing this? We've done it off and on for about a year and a half now. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So you guys have only been married that long? Yes. And you still getting knocked up yet? Have not gotten knocked up yet. All right. Well, well you know. might we, be in just we, a few we, minutes. Here's Mantan. All right. <laughs> Let me ask. Mantan. Tank, do you have some sort of jail fund for when the baby's oh. born? Oh, I said, come on. Sid, I'm not playing. You, you're going to stop that. No more of that. In fact, get him out of here. Move him to the back. As he says hello to Mantan. Yeah. As he's like, oh, Mantan. Hey, Mantan, come over here. I got a mic for you over here. Yeah. 
Oh my God! I'm blown. I'm, I'm honestly speechless. I told you. I'm a ra- better. I'm a radio host, and I'm speechless. Mantan. There's Mantan. Mantan. Have you heard of? Have you heard the whole story? Um, heard bits and pieces of it. You know, I've been in a car back and forth, whatnot. Um. All right. So she likes. That's her husband, Tank. I know. I brought Tank some beer. He is large. <laughs> A peace offering from Mantan. At least I can do. I figure. I, I find that quite often. I get I get an awful lot of handshakes quickly. Do guys feel guilty around you? No, they they they, they feel I'm going to beat him with a bat or something. I don't know. Of course. What's, and, and guys at my house and I when they saw a tank were like, they looked at me and you know they're used to me being around and they're like, oh boy, <laughs> what's this guy going to do to us? I'm like, oh. I get a lot of, are you sure? Are you sure? Yeah, no, oh. I hear you. He's huge, man. He is. <laughs> this this is definitely gonna be dumpled, so I hope somebody's out there. But he is like large. He is. Oh my god, I'm, I'm sorry. He I is. dumped it. I dumped that. <laughs> I, hey, I, I gave. I, I mean, I, I I gave you. I warned you, but Jesus. I know. I'm please. I'm so dis. I'm gonna say disgusted. I'm just in shock. So you got audience knows the guy's got probably what an 18 inch neck. All right, 19 and a half. 19 and a half inch neck. Yeah, 19 and a half inch neck. What's your what's your uh, suit coat size? 54. Uh, 54 long. 54 long suit coat. I mean, that's a huge guy. What are you, a tailor? <laughs> yeah, porno. No, I, you know what? I, I tell you, when I was in corporate, no, when I was in corporate America, I did have a, I, ha, I have all my suits custom made, so that's why I know sizes of things. Okay, yeah. so. Um, man, Tanner, you into having any babies that you don't have to raise? Now, you're not going to ask for... I don't, I don't know if he got this part of the story. No, no, no. Hold the phone. Hold the phone. Hold the phone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The reason the name of her website is wifebreeders.com is because she hopes to be impregnated by a brother so that she can have an interracial baby to raise with Tank so that it's taboo and people think she's naughty. What, what, what? Let me interject here for a second. There is one reason this whole thing started, and it was because, for one, I can't have a child. Oh, well, I, I feel a little bit better about and, that. And, and the fact is that is that she had this love for black men, and she she tells her friends far more than she tells me, so they get around me, they giggle a lot. <laughs> and she brought the notion to the table one night, if, I was, if she's going to have one, she was going to have one where... She wanted it to be uh, an interracial child, yes. which is a be- I believe interracial children are a beautiful thing. Mantan, she um, I guess so. I guess you don't you don't like to shoot with protection, then, right? Well, it, you know, my company's condoms only, because you know I'm a big condoms only advocate. So tonight everything we shot was condoms only. But uh, so you just did it for the fun of it. You weren't working for the baby. Yeah, she yeah she did it tonight because she's shooting with me. But normally she shoots without condoms. <laughs> Wow. Mantan, you know, obviously, whatever you do after the show is your thing. You know, it's, you know. Oh, we're not doing this for the show? No, 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 we can't. Kicks and giggles. Yeah. But, but I would like to know what you think about all of this. Yeah, as a brother. <laughs> Are you in shock? Oh, I'm he, speechless, speechless, too. <laughs> I'm speechless, too. I can't say, for me, personal... Life credo, no babies, no jump shot, no warrants. So I try to live by that. But, I mean, as far as, you know, helping everyone become that beautiful Puerto Rican race that we're going to be eventually become anyways, why not? So you would be down for Puerto Rican. That's funny. Like, start, what is it, Starship Troopers? Oh, yeah. Where everybody's the, uh, is the same. So you'd be willing to maybe help this lady out? <sighs> again, I can't, again, whatever you do on your own time is your thing. But, um, all right, people are chanting this on the AOL for broadband. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. <laughs> As a radio barbecue, nice. Um, 
Hey, man, whatever you want to do, you know, you do. Wow. Um, I'm, you know, I'm sorry, Tank, that you can't have children, and you found maybe the most interesting way ever to get children. <laughs> there are adoption agencies. You can get black children. If you're a white couple, you get black baby yeah. if you want to do it. You know, it's even easier. Yeah, oh, yeah. So. <laughs> Normal white people like you always get the good baby. They're, give, they're giving them away by the dozen in Africa. It's ridiculous. Uh, hold on a second. <laughs> Perrynoid.com, CosmicCircus.com. Perrynoid, what's up, bro? Cafe, what's up, brother? Hey, man. This is the greatest show you've ever done. This is so hot. I had to pull off the side of the road and call and tell you that this is amazing. <laughs> Big ups to Tank, man. This is great. Because uh, you were actually into the sharing thing, aren't you, Perry? Um, Yeah, I actually fooled around with it a little bit. I've always been kind of a watcher. But uh, this whole thing about impregnation and all that, it's just beautiful. I love it. Taking it to the next level, man. No uh, no screwing around there. Yeah, it's great, man. I'm going to get back in my car and finish what I was doing. You guys keep rocking. <laughs> all right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I guess people have some more questions on the AOL for broadband. But um, all right. Now, here's some. All right. Now, Cherry Noid, you are being the wet blanket, but. She goes, I'm the last person to condemn any fetishes, but is that child eventually going to have to be part of the fetish, too, as kind of a symbol of it? You know what I mean? Like, are you going to explain it to the child? I mean, how will you, how you, how will you explain that to uh, the little baby? Well, you just want the child like it was our own child. Right. And are, will, you, will you tell it how it happened? I mean, you like the jerk. Once you get impregnated, are you going to, like, stop? Or, I mean, what She's is- mentioned having three. Wow. But like, what what happens then? Are you gonna tell them how it all happened, or? Well, I wouldn't tell them that I. Well, not all children hear everything about their lives how they got there. Oh, so you would just say you were probably adopted. I'll just say I got some melon in my skin somewhere. I don't know how it happened. My <laughs> grandmother. All right. Uh, hit that. You know how to braid hair, right? Yeah. Because that's gonna be a problem. Very rarely do I end the show just in awe of the show. Oh, there was a reason when I it's called crazy. Tommy tonight that I had to come in. Very rarely am I. Oh, thank you, Barn Dan. Yeah, thank uh, you. Uh, the, the reason I called Tommy said, Tommy, I have to come on here tonight because you don't believe this one. Pornodan.com, Holly from Wifebreeders.com. So the hideouts, mixtapes, Real Radio 104.1. Tommy Bateman here with you. Don't forget, Monday, August 7th, we'll be broadcasting live from Sun on the Beach for the first ever Extreme Midget Wrestling Steel Cage match, which is being filmed live for pay-per-view, and some of the monsters will be out there with us. Sun on the Beach is located off I-4 on exit 65 in the heart of Old Town Kissimmee. For tickets, call 407-719-3610. And visit the hideout page on realradio.fm, if I can speak, for more details. So hopefully we'll see you all out there. Now we're going to wrap things up today with a discussion of why do women fake, uh, you know, the big O's. It's the Hideout Mixtapes, Real Radio 104.1. I was talking about how women are evil and liars and, um, you know, uh, they just suck a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, just awful. And then I heard this clip. It's kind of a bit of a montage, I guess, from The View. Of women talking about why they fake orgasms. We can all pitch in by... Uh, That's using... not it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it starts with... That's not <laughs> it at all, you retard. That's what it's Radio labeled mode at. Block. No. Hmm. It's number... I thought that was the best setup ever. <laughs> it's number five. Oh, you said Daily Show. 
I didn't say Daily Show. Did I ever say Daily Show? Off the air like three segments ago. Like during a commercial. Yeah. Uh, let's try this one. Of course I faked an orgasm. <laughs> Um, and for laugh. many reasons. Usually it's because I had felt pity for the lover that I was with. Just seemed like a complimentary thing to do. And like, you know, kind of like a, thank you, yes I do like you, and I don't want you to think I'm not like him just because I'm not having an orgasm. I did have a good time, but this makes you think I had a better time and makes you feel better about yourself. Sure, I faked it. What? Um, <laughs> I think every woman has, well I can't say every woman has, but majority of women have faked it. Okay. Now... First of all, to me, it is moronic to fake one of those. Why? The point is to have one. If your partner isn't delivering the goods, you should be able to communicate with them and tell them what's going on. Hey, can you do this so that it's better for everybody? I'll tell you what. As a dude, I've faked them. I've faked it before because I'm like too drunk and I know I'm not going to get to that point. So I might as well just... Oh! <laughs> How do you? I love, I love the facial expression. And then I'm like, "Wow, that was great!" Grab the blanket, run to the bathroom, holding it over, so you can't they, tell that you can't it... tell that the, oh. the, the, the there's only air in the reservoir. Okay, but see, why couldn't you just be honest and be like, "Hey, it's not going to happen." Because it's it's just a more polite thing to do. No, you're lying. It's no, I not really because I'm not. I just make the noise, and but that's, go to her imagination. That's still a lie. Mm-mm. I didn't say anything. Otherwise, you could say, "Hey, this isn't working for me. I'm either I'm too drunk or something, or maybe you try to move. Maybe you should talk a little bit. Maybe you whisper a little something dirty. But do you hear this? Maybe you wake up. Maybe you wake up, try breathing, or for Tommy, not breathing. And, but I think, but do you hear the way they're talking? Like we men are the stupidest things on earth. We are. Yeah. Do you? Do we care if they're? I don't. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, is that a concern of ours? I know it's not mine. As long as I know I can be a repeat offender there, I don't care. But see, that's the problem then. If Why is that a problem? It, that's the problem. If if people aren't enjoying each other to the way that they're supposed to, then eventually, eventually it's going to lead to issues. Well, if you look at it this way. The joke is on them because if they pretend that they're org- – I'm not going to say the word. Then your job <laughs> – you, you just half said it. I, just, well, I could have been saying origami. I, <laughs> we know what I'm talking about. If they pretend that they've had that happen to them, your job is done. So the joke's on them. It's like shortchanging someone and then thinking they robbed you. But that's the point. And then they kind of – it's this whole deceit thing, and then they feel like, ah, oh, he thinks he's good, but I really know he isn't, and this is me being better than him. I don't think so. I think you're reading too far into it, and I think, there's a, little, to, I think there's a little hurt in your voice. Listen to the way these women are talking. Just listen to it. Of course I faked an orgasm. Let them laugh. Um, and for They're laughing reason, at you. Usually it's because I had felt pity for the lover that I was with. It seemed like a complimentary thing to do, and like, you know, kind of like a, thank you, yes, I do like you, and I don't want you to think I'm not like him just because I'm not having an orgasm. I did have a good time, but this makes you think I had a better time and makes you feel better about yourself. Sure, I faked it. Um, <laughs> I think every woman has, well, I can't say every woman has, but the majority of women have faked it. I- hmm. 
you know, maybe they're faking it because something's wrong with them. Maybe it's not the guy's fault. And just, it's, that's, that's even my point, too. It is them. Why is it them? Because they're not willing to talk and say, hey, this is what I need. Can you take care of me this way? What if you just aren't equipped with what she needs? Maybe she's had bigger and better things come her way. And you re- it's so not even about that. And yes, you, it is. No, it's not. And you reach into the closet and pull out a toy. The majority of that act of the finishing, whether you're a dude or a chick, it's mental. It's 90% mental. How so? What's the first thing you do to try to hold out? You think of something else. It never works. I try it's, thinking of football, and I'm still running one all over. It does work. <laughs> well, there's a, It's all mental, too. What about nocturnal emotions? Or emissions? emissions? Never heard of one of those things. <laughs> Any emotions sometimes. So would you get that's just, what, that is mental. No, the nocturnal stuff is just because... You have so much backed up, it's going no matter what. I could be walking down the street if I have that much backed up. Those are the best dreams, though. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. So are men and women on the exact opposite scale? Because men have to fight to not finish early. They have to try their hardest to last longer. And women have to try their hardest to finish. No, I don't think so. All right, let's finally talk to the woman. Here we have... We, exactly. Maybe this, so is, the women, oh. maybe this is part of the problem. We've been ignoring the woman. <laughs> All right, hot Heather, speak for all women. Well, what part Can you do put I your know? hand on my leg when you tell the story? <laughs> Not yet. Um, all right, have you ever faked uh, one of those? I won't say because some of those people might be listening. All right, so that's a yes. yes. Fair enough, that's a yes. And yeah. then why did you? Mostly, like, even if you try to tell the person, like, you know, do this, do that, whatever, sometimes... It'll like they'll pay attention for like a second, then they'll be back into their own little scene, and then that's they'll what, just forget. That's where you hit them and say, "Hey, stupid! I just told you what to do." And then <laughs> that's you just, dangerous because I'll hit back. Then you don't feel like keeping like instructing them for like the rest of the time, so you kind of get frustrated. And you're like, "Oh, whatever. Let's just get this awkwardness over with." I'm a very good listener. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, Danny, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. What's up, Danny? Yeah. Let me tell you. Let me just tell you something. All right, you ready for this? Women don't care as long as they get off. Well, that's stupid. That's exactly what we're talking about, Tard. Good job screening that one, Putin. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four. All right, he puts the blame on Tommy for that one. <laughs> All right, do we have guests here? Uh, yes, we do. We have Michelle and AJ. Are up here for uh, for the eating of Chunks' crystal burgers. I'm not sure where you want it. You wanted to, him to eat them off her. I don't know where exactly oh. for the nine inch nails tickets. Oh, beautiful! And she brought up like a whole sack full. So he's <laughs> so got to be I. hungry. Yeah, we're talking. Who's gonna have some who's, nocturnals tonight? Who's the brains behind that one? Right. Show him. <laughs> Show him the giant Brian and hot Heather. Right? That's the only reason I even said that. I was trying to set him up without you knowing. Oh, yeah, like I'm not going to notice that. <laughs> Bobby Hill, you're in the hideout on World Radio. What's up, Bobby? Hey, buddies. Hey, how you doing, Ponch and Meat Spin? Um, <laughs> who, are the, who are these seeds you got on here, man? Sounds like they have Kmart bags in their pants. Who are you talking about? The the, the tapes you were just playing, those seeds. Oh, I got right, Those are the, they're from, uh, I guess, some chicks talking on The View. <laughs> they sound like they're from Orlando. Oh, that's right. You're in Orlando. All right. <laughs> so. Hmm. I just, all right, please explain, Hot Heather, because I don't understand the point of faking it. 
like, it's not like, I don't think women go out to do it on purpose. Like, they really mean well. Some women are just stupid, though. Like, I'll admit, women are retarded. Yeah, that's true. And there are some that are evil that are like, you know, I'm better than you if I think I'm outsmarting you or, you know. But Good. I, can't, I can't. Seriously, I can't. Oh, man. But I think... <laughs> Write it down for me. And I want to know so bad. But that one lady where she was like... Where she's she, laughing or she felt pity? She was laughing, yeah. And then the one that felt pity. And then the one that was like, well, I want you to think I had a good time. If you're having to think about faking it, you're not really having a good time, I don't think. No, it doesn't at all. I, and here, I can't write stuff down. We have no pens. Oh. Biggest, most plush studio in the world, and there are no <laughs> pins to be found anywhere. Pick me. Thank you. All right, here, write down your joke so I can see it. <laughs> Zeppelin, hideout heretic Zeppelin here in the hideout on Real Radio. What's going on, guys? Hey, buddy. Hey, I found out some good dirt on Daron. <laughs> oh, you got some dirt on Daron? Yes, I do, and it just so happens it's one of his childhood friends. Okay, so there's a childhood friend. Now, Dushcho, do you want this on the air or no? Is this true or is this a joke? It's a mixture of both. Uh, wait, wait till I bring him up to open door. Well, why don't you stay on and talk to me at the break, and I'll tell you if you can tell the story. I right, hold on, Zeppelin, because I don't All want right. anything getting out about Dushcho if he doesn't want it. You want to go talk to him right now? Okay. Yeah, I can tell you where his mom lives, though. You know. <laughs> I'll tell you who will be waiting there, me. And? <laughs> what are you going to do? And my dog. Giant Brian, you. When I was playing that, hold on, play the clip one more time, chunks. This is from the View. A whole bunch of women talking about faking it. Of course, I faked an orgasm, um, and for many reasons. Usually, it's because I have felt pity for the lover that I was with. Just seemed like a complimentary thing to do, and like you know, kind of like a thank you. Yes, I do like you, and I don't want you to think I'm not liking him just because I'm not having an orgasm. I did have a good time, but this makes you think I had a better time and makes you feel better about yourself. Sure, I faked it. Like, um, they know what? I think every woman has, well, I can't say every woman has, but majority of women have faked it. Yeah, a uh, hot Heather. See, it's stupid chicks like that that make the rest of us look bad. Yeah, absolutely. That's true. Giant Brian, I'll let you weigh in. Don't you wonder every single time you're you're in the act when you're done, like, oh, I wonder if that was a real one or a fake one? Like, you go through that little mental game. Well, here's even the point, too. You actually care. That's your problem. And, you know, and maybe that is the thing. Maybe because you actually do care. Mm-hmm. Or they think you care. I don't even know what to think anymore. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I was going to say, and that's why I can't say it. You can't even come close to saying that. <laughs> and, you know, I'll usually try, but when I know there's no chance. And actually, I wasn't even going to use that term. <laughs> I was sitting in the in the office talking when I was when I was thinking about what I was going to say there. Wasn't even thinking there's a mic in front of me. But you know what, Todd? That can happen. Mm-hmm. I want to read it. Yeah. I can give it to Giant Brian. We're passing notes in the hideout. Steve, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. Hey, what's up, guys? Yo, dope. Got a joke for y'all. All right, what's the, what's the joke? All right, how do you know when a woman has an orgasm? How? Who cares? True. True. Kind of funny. And what part of the game plan? Like, when do they decide to throw in the towel and just fake it? Like, and, and, it, but that's, when they're tired. And that's the, but that's the thing about it too. That doesn't help you any. Does it? Does that help the dude? No. I don't think so. All right, Matt Albert says, thank goodness he doesn't have these worries. <laughs> 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 that is true. 
Oh, boy. All right, we're going to take a break. All right, hey, Putin, are the chicks hot? <laughs> Good. <laughs> He's on the phone. <laughs> They're in the green room. You know what they can hear. Kevin, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. Hey, man, I'm going to tell you the reason, real reason why girls don't want to, you know, tell guys about their problems. Why? Because I'm, I'm guessing the majority of girls don't want to get hit. I can tell you, if some girl told me that to my face as I'm on top of her or whatever. What's wrong with you? You're an animal. You're not a tough guy here. You're an absolute animal. Not hit, just a forearm across the neck. No, you're an animal, too. That's I am. not even close. <laughs> Mark, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. What's up, Mark? What's going on, man? Yo, dude. Great topic, man. This affects a lot of people, you know. <laughs> Ironically, it affects every single person listening at some point in their life. Well, especially every guy as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the main thing is uh, the girl that was there, I just got in my car and was listening, but uh, she has a lot of truth. And a lot of women do play it. You know? uh, I questioned my wife the other night about it, if she was playing or not, and she wasn't playing it. She was actually kind of dumb, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was really confused by that. I thought she was playing playing games, but she wasn't. So huh. uh, what do you do in that situation? When you when you don't know, like when she when she is actually real, but you can't tell. Well, yeah, in a way, you know, in a way, yeah. Right. I'd say quit giving it to her. <laughs> yeah, go find another one. Here's the thing, too. I just want to take care of business yourself. Women, certain things happen when they uh, when they do that. So you 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 yeah, know. But what what guy really inspects that? You know, I do. You, just to what, you, sure. you put some CSI gloves down there, <laughs> grab a black light. I want to know if she's lying or not. <laughs> I want to know. All right, good discussion. I was just wondering. And hearing that montage just kind of made me mad. Because it's just so... Don't lie. I mean, try to help your partner out. I think that's what you really should be doing. And if they're not delivering the goods, then maybe move on. Take a break and come back. It's a hideout row radio 104.1. That does it for tonight's mixtapes. Make sure you tune in tomorrow and the day after and the day after. Tomorrow, Mad Matt will be your host. We'll have uh, me tricking chunks in the car wash. A guy sends nude pictures to Dub's girlfriend. Another fat man diary. And a couple of horrible, uh, crazy interviews, because the guests are so incredibly odd. Plus, Thursday... Ooh, we'll have a lot of good stuff for you Thursday. That's all I'm going to say about Thursday. Just uh, a lot of uh, insane stuff, especially from Chunks and his first breakdowns ever. So join uh, Matt tomorrow and me Thursday and Friday. It's the Hide Up Mixtapes. We'll see you tomorrow. 5,000. Five thousand.